do big name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marcotte Ford in Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Lugnuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want, selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rockets, 534, and Guns N' Roses with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Going to be uh, cloudy today with a high of 36. Uh, tomorrow, sunny with a high of 42. It is 22 right now in downtown Springfield. Man, today is going to be a jammed up show. We got uh, Scott Zolak coming on after 8 o'clock. I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about, uh, I don't know, uh, What's he got planned for the weekend? Well, the big Taylor Swift game's coming up on uh, the 17th, so we got to talk about that. There's also a game tonight that he's going to be in Pittsburgh for. I'm sure he'll be thrilled for that. Do you think Taylor will start that game, or do you think she'll just be called in as backup for the second string? She'll be called up. She'll yeah. start. Yeah. She'll definitely okay. start. All right. Also, Marty Caproni will be here. It is also a Thunderbird Thursday. Uh, your chance to win a bunch of stuff for Saturday's game against Bridgeport and other stuff, too. I'm more excited about going to a local hockey game than I would be thinking about a Patriots game where you guarantee they're going to lose. And you have to have a prime membership to watch it. This sports betting thing is pretty easy lately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, if you're listening on the podcast, it's brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. Just about 536 on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 in Boston with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be cloudy today with a high of 36. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 42. It's 22 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, let's see here. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Oh, my goodness. Time Magazine's Person of the Year. Could you guess who it is? Gary Rome. Well, last year, but not about this year. This year, who do you think it is? Not Gary Rome, so that's going to leave uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift. That's right. I was going to say Travis Kelsey, but, uh, you know, that's no, just because I'm a please. football fan. Come on, he's an afterthought. Uh, this, uh, in the article, because she does this whole article now with uh, Time Magazine. Uh-huh. In the article, she divulged the insane fitness routine she adopted for the Eras Tour, which started six months before she hit the road. She said, quote, Every day I would run on the treadmill singing the entire set list out loud. For fast songs and a jog, uh, for a jog and our fast walk for slow songs. Dude, that movie was almost three hours long. Is she working on the, uh, is she working out on the treadmill for three hours? I would imagine you would have to. You know, when you, when you start doing a lot of cardio, your breathing gets a lot better. And I think to have to carry an entire show like that, you have to be physically fit. All right, but if I were going to be walking for three hours, I'd want to get somewhere. She did get somewhere. She's got a uh, hundred, uh, what is it, 900 million reasons to... <laughs> I know, I'd just like to celebrate. I'd like, I'd like to think I'd at least be able to get out yeah. the front door. 
Uh, what is it? Oh, yeah. Her gym also prepared a program consisting of strength, conditioning, and weights, and she did three months of dance training. Why would she even go to a gym? Wouldn't she have one in her house? Well, maybe, maybe there's a room she calls the gym, and she doesn't leave the house. Maybe. There's, uh, enough, there's enough room in that uh, place in Watch Hill where she doesn't really need to go out to the to uh, the nearest Planet Fitness. She wanted to be so over-rehearsed that she could be silly with her fans and uh, not lose my train of thought. She also stopped drinking on the road, where in the past she said she toured like a frat guy. She said, doing that show with a hangover, I don't want to even know that world. I have a hard time imagining her doing like a like a beer bong or a, like a, some Jaeger bombs. Uh... She could do that. Irish car bombs. Yeah, right. Those are the best ones. Uh, in between shows, she gives herself an entire day of rest where she only gets out of bed to get something to eat. All right. <laughs> That's the Travis Kelsey day. She only I don't, gets I out don't, of bed to get something to eat. Like, I don't see her, like, you know, sitting on the couch stuffing, like, table talk pies into her mouth. Yeah. He doesn't have to get up and go eat. No, he, he just, doesn't. He can just stay right in bed. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk more about Taylor at the end of Hollywood Trash because oh, there's, uh, there's a little Kim Kardashian nugget there, too. Uh, People Magazine's uh, list of 25 most intriguing people other than Taylor Swift. Uh, Jeremy Allen White from The Bear. Isn't that Gene Wilder's grandson? Is that what it I is? I don't think they're related. They just look they a just lot alike. They just look alike? Yeah. Oh, I thought they were related somehow. No, anyway. that's just what the internet is telling you, but I don't think they're related at all. Holly Bailey? Who's Holly Bailey? Uh, wasn't she the one who appeared naked in the film Monster? No. Oh, no. It's a, it's a different person. It's Holly Bailey, not Holly Berry. She's another person who's obviously famous, and I have no idea who she is. <laughs> but she's intriguing. This, this is great that I run a topical morning show and have no idea who any of these people are. Never stopped us before. Uh, Ariana Maddox from Vanderpump Rules. Beyonce. Coleman Domingo from Rustin and Fear the Walking Dead. Donna Kelsey, the mom of NFL players Travis and Jason, David Beckham, Margot Robbie, Lily Gladstone, and Emma Stone. How is Donna Kelsey the most influential person in America? Did you see who came out of her birth canal? Yeah. Two potential NFL Hall of Famers. And I listen, say what you want. Two of them. Two of them. Who? Yeah, I mean, I know yeah. some mothers that uh, gave birth to nothing but dead weight. Which one do you? Which one do you do the favorites with? The one who had most rushing yards the season. All right, whoever has the most rushing yards this season is my favorite. <laughs> at the end of the season. Yeah. Well, I know, but her other son's a lineman, so he's not rushing anywhere. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe that's what I'm getting at. Halle Bailey, by the way, was uh, the Little Mermaid. Oh, but the but the uh, the African American version of, of yeah. uh, the Little Mermaid. Okay, so there's an influential person, somebody who uh, you know uh, setting what do you what are pioneers and yeah. changing things the way changing well, it, culture. Just kind of shows you that you know the mermaids can be uh, of any culture. Yeah, really. but I'm saying okay, I can see that one, but then the influential person of being. Travis and Jason Kelsey's mother. Mm-hmm. Why? I just don't understand. Well, without her. Who would uh, Tay-Tay be dating? I don't think she threw the football to him when he was a kid. We don't know that. What about the dad? Where's the dad? Where's the sperm donor we for don't, this? We don't talk about the dad. 
Uh, Diddy is now facing a fourth sexual assault lawsuit. That's why he's not on the list of the most influential people of 2023. This time by a woman who claims she was sex trafficking gang raped when she was 17 years old back in 2003. But Diddy is fighting back hard. He issued a statement saying, quote, enough is enough. For the last couple of weeks, I've sat silently and watched people try to assassinate my character, destroy my reputation and my legacy. Sickening allegations have been made against me by individuals looking for a quick payday. Let me be absolutely clear. I did not do any of the awful things being alleged. I will fight for my name, my family, and the truth. He's hardly uh, the kind of person who should be saying enough is enough. Why? Because I don't think he understands that concept. No, I don't think he understands that either. But, uh, you know, a lot of people will be quick to say, well, the, these, these women are just looking for a payday. You know what? And... Yeah, so, but even but even if they the, are the, looking for a payday. The payday is still doesn't make up for the uh, traumatic uh, stuff that they went through uh, with Diddy. Well, that was going to be my point. I mean, if you're going to put yourself in a position to have everything about you questioned in order to prove this man's uh, guilt, I don't think that's about going for a payday. I think it's about looking for justice. I just remember not liking him once I saw him on stage with Jimmy Page doing uh, Cashmere. Yeah, I don't think uh, that was Jimmy's best uh, moment either. Uh, well, I probably uh, Jimmy just did it for the uh, the money. He did it for the payday. And as I said, uh, Taylor Swift is Times Person of the Year, and with that comes the extensive interview where she revealed Kim Kardashian set her up uh, set her up with that leaked voice message that Taylor left for Kanye. Ah, and then she says that Kim edited the, the call to make her look bad, and uh, Taylor called it a frame job. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh, Kim must have something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had a frame job was when I took uh, Ray J's tonsil-bashing manhammer and he gave me an all-you-can-eat pass at the Poleslaw Buffet. <laughs> and that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for $39.95. Uh, Caitlin? These, these are original, by the way. Wow. You, you, really? Yeah. Huh, it's about I time. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin? Well, I never got that done in dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once landed the tanker between the two islands. Gave her a little gooby-booby. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I smashed those melons so hard it looked like the aftermath of a Gallagher show sponsored by Miracle Whip. <laughs> Wait till you see my sledge <laughs> And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Ah! Do you know Bax's View from the Couch? Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, tonight the New England Patriots will be looking to pick up the pieces and put an end to their five-game losing streak when they travel to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. Now, I should point out, this is hardly the Patriots' longest-lasting losing streak. You'd have to go back to 1990 when they cracked off an amazing 14 losses in a row. That's long before some of you youngsters were even born. Why, you'd have to go back to Tom Brady's freshman year in high school to remember something like that. And yet, here they are, not even halfway to those kinds of numbers. In other words, many of you people don't even remember what terrible was. Well, tonight, the Patriots are in Pittsburgh looking at the NFL's lowest over-under numbers in decades at just 30 points, which is strange because you would think that a Bailey Zappi mitchell Trubisky showdown would be loaded with explosive production. Well, according to the odds makers, probably not. Now, the biggest problem tonight isn't just the staggering lack of offense you'll be seeing. The biggest problem is that tonight's game will be on Amazon Prime Video. Now, you might say, but Baxi, I don't have a Prime membership. 
What's a guy like me supposed to do? Well, it's early in the day, and for just $139 a year, you can enjoy such amazing benefits as one-day shipping, exclusive access to Amazon Music, gaming, and other various benefits such as Amazon Fresh, Amazon Photos, and all kinds of things you'll never get around to using. But more importantly, by not being such a freaking tightwad, you would have a full access to tonight's game in Pittsburgh. Isn't that worth at least $139 annual subscription? Of course it is. How else are you going to watch the Patriots lose? You're going to go to a bar? You're going to rip off someone else's login information? Or are you going to do something really crazy, like listen to the game on the radio? Please, the only way out of this quandary is to come up with the money and enjoy all those great benefits that Jeff Bezos has personally set aside just for you. If that's too much for you, then consider this. By not having the game on network TV with an over-under of 30 points, where I would definitely go with the under, and the possibility of a six-game losing streak, I think the NFL has just done you a favor because the rest of us are going to be able cheated out of 139 bucks. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. If you've been thinking, man, my toolbox is pathetic, you got to upgrade. The killer deal waiting for you at Rockies. Buy the Milwaukee 22-inch rolling toolbox and the three-drawer packout toolbox. Then you get the Milwaukee large packout toolbox for free. Now that's a heck of a deal. And you'll find it right now at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 in ACDC with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be uh, cloudy today with a high of 36. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 42. It's 21 right now in downtown Springfield. Marty Caproni is going to be joining us later on today. We'll talk to Scott Zolak about I don't know what the, we're going to get to talk to him about. And also, it's a Thunderbird Thursday, your chance to win a big, fat uh, hockey package for Saturday's game against Bridgeport. We're going to talk to Marty about uh, Patriots football, and we'll talk to Scott Zolak about a place you can find a comedy show for $20 <laughs> and, a, and a meal uh, somewhere in Chicopee. With a hack headliner tonight. With a very hack headliner. By the way, I'll be doing that. That's me. That's I'm you. the headliner tonight. I meant hacking. I meant hack in, in a in a very loving way. Yeah, but you gotta but you gotta go on my Facebook page and you gotta find Marty's Venmo and then you gotta Venmo Marty for the twenty bucks. Otherwise, if you show up at the door, it's twenty five dollars. That's like the new rule that they're doing here. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. In order to get a five dollar discount, you gotta go directly through Marty. Right. Well, that's a reliable that source. That sounds like shady. That, yeah. <laughs> that sounds wicked shady. Yeah, just send this Italian guy some electronic funds. Nothing'll happen to you. Nothing bad. I don't know of a single situation yeah. in which that turned out to be problematic. Um I'm reading this article yesterday out of uh, it's a, a website called techspot.com and they they talk about uh, returning uh, returning to the workplace. If you were like one of those workers that work from home, right? Are you one of the many people so against returning to the office that you'd rather quit your job than go back? It's an issue several companies are facing. According to a recent report, one tech giant rapidly losing staff over its RTO policy is Amazon, though it doesn't seem uh, willing to do anything about it. Business Insider reports that some Amazon employees have noticed an increasing number of colleagues are leaving the company over its strict return-to-work office mandate. Ending a, ending a policy of allowing employees to work from home full-time is always a contentious move by companies, but none have faced as much pushback as Amazon. The original announcement resulted in an employee petition in February, which was resoundingly rejected, and it was one of the reasons behind a walkout later in the year. Adding fuel to the fire is another Amazon policy introduced in July that requires some corporate workers to relocate to other cities near their team's hub offices, the central locations assigned to each individual team. 
Amazon CEO Andy Jassy was clear uh, about what will happen to any worker who refuses to come back into the office for at least three days per week. It's probably not going to work out for you at Amazon, he said in August. <laughs> so then they're like, okay, then it won't work out for us and it won't work out for you too. Because then they started quitting in droves. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, <clears throat> in an internal Slack channel called uh, Remote Advis- Advocacy dedicated uh, to discussions about the return to hub mandate, one of the 34,000 group members wrote, this is my last week in Amazon and my only reason for leaving is the RTH policy. It's speculated that the uptick in resignations is linked to the deadlines for employees starting work in offices getting closer. Uh, they write that uh, the cloud unit Amazon Web Services has been uh, has seen several notable departures in recent weeks. The sheer number of ADU- AWS resignations in the last week is stunning. Well, you know, uh, I suppose... I can kind of see it two ways. Yeah. One, from the uh, the employee's perspective, if you can get things done at home productively, yeah. I see no reason why you shouldn't be able to stay. On the other hand, if you're the employer and you've got a piece of real estate that houses cubicles and office space and half your workforce is gone, yeah, you're kind of wasting money on real on, estate. On an office space and feeding the lights and all that other stuff. Exactly. But you think you'd re reorganize your business then? Once you realize that, hey, look, we don't need people coming in here. We could save a crap ton of money by closing this entire office and only having uh, like a little small building with small offices in it versus this big giant office building with a cafeteria and all these other things that go along with it. So I don't know. I mean... I would probably rather work from home if I was in a, like an office job like that. Yeah. This, this you can't really do. You can't really do this from home. Not well, no. Well, well the other, on the other hand, um, you remember a few years ago when I had that uh, life-threatening bunion surgery and yeah. I had to do the show from my house? Yeah. I couldn't wait to get back. Like, I mean, I you know, this may seem kind of weird, but I actually like the structure yeah of coming into the office i think i need that if i'm left to my own devices to uh to motivate myself to work while i'm at home stuff ain't never gonna get done that's just the way i roll but if i have to come in and there's some structure involved then i'm good you don't get anything done here while you're here what's make sure you're gonna get something done when you're at home you do realize i'm just saying this of the office uh staff hears that and that i don't really have any uh you know real there's real no honesty in that explanation well, I, I mean i mean the, the the only reason why we need to be in here is to see each other it really doesn't work mm. when you can't see what the other because the show is based on chemistry Yes. That's usually what it is. We could probably do an okay job if we had to do it for a, like a short period of time. Right. But to, to continue doing that, I think you're you're missing something from that. So it really wouldn't be ideal in this situation. Now, if you worked in upstairs in the office, we need people here too because if people win contests and things like that, they need to come pick up their prize. So it really, this is really isn't an ideal no. workplace to work from home. This isn't, uh, yeah, no, this isn't the place. But if if you're working, uh, you know, in other places, mm-hmm. I mean, I know people that that have been working from home for this whole time and uh, with absolutely uh, no problems whatsoever. 
you know, when they got to go in for a meeting, they can either go on Zoom or they can come into the office. But for the most part, they get everything done at home. And that's that, uh, you know, satisfies a lot of of their needs. And that's cool. On the other hand, you know, I've uh, had situations uh, here in this building where I had to see somebody every day and it just didn't work out. It just did for any number of reasons. What for being here with yes. people? Which I I would have yeah. been much happier if someone didn't show up. Yeah, and and decided to not come in. Well, uh, we were I'm not of, naming names, but I am. <laughs> I got a buddy. Uh, but uh, see, that could have been done remotely. Oh, that man. whole thing. We were. I would say I, after about a week yeah. or two, we were begging for it. Yeah, actually, I think I was working remotely, even though I was right here. <laughs> you were in your you head. You're at home in bed. You know what? I'm sorry. I gotta. I gotta point this out. There was this, uh, and I, I think we've talked about this before, <laughs> about how kind of uh, disengaged I was for a time here. Yeah, like I really wasn't. You know. I don't know. You, you you get you get something presented to you, and then there's really nothing you can do about it. So really, the only thing you can do is just sit back and watch the place burn to the ground, right? <laughs> but there was this one conversation you and Dave Coombs were having with Tommy Cross from the Springfield Thunderbirds. Yeah. And leading up to that conversation, we had a conversation. I don't know. Was it the Mass Hat or was it? Well, I don't know what it was. The un- now hear this or something came up where uh, we were talking about, is it okay to use your significant other's toothbrush, right? So, yes. Uh, I was like, hey, you know what? We should ask Tommy Cross. I bet you, I bet you he would probably use his wife's toothbrush, you know? I mean, that would be something to do. So then, you know, Tommy <laughs> Cross gets on the air, and I just, like, I'm just, like, totally checked out of this whole conversation, and I'm not paying attention the entire time at all. Sure. Until I hear that little sounder where the thing is wrapping up with the sports music that you play. And they're like, oh, yeah, here I am. And I'm sitting right here. I'm sitting right here, no more than five feet away from either of you. And I said, hey, Tommy, do you ever use your wife's toothbrush? (laughs) And you could have heard a mouse release gas from a mile away. Oh, yeah. When you both looked at me and were like, we just got done talking about that. So you know what? Yeah. yeah. I I hated to have to work from home for so long, but I was so glad to come back to the office in September. (laughs) It's 623 on Rock 102. It's 626 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Liam uh, Neeson can give you the forecast there, whatever his name is. <laughs> Liam Neeson? It's Liam from Ch- Channel oh, 40. I don't okay. know what his name is. Right. Liam, uh, what? come on. Harfaher. Uh, 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 Mel yeah, Mahay. Right, yeah, that's what it was. Man, what a show today. Uh, Scott Zolak will be joining us uh, later on. I believe we may get around to talking about football Marty Caproni will be here in about a half an hour, and uh, it's a Thunderbird Thursday. Your chance to win uh, tickets and a bunch of other great stuff for uh, Saturday's game against the Bridgeport Islanders. Ah, okay. All right. All right. That'll there, be fun. Is that it, it will be. Going with Pat Kelly? Is that the one you're going with? No. Oh, that, that's well, different. well, that's different. 
That's a different thing. That's a totally different different promotion. That's right, yes. Uh, Let's not mix promotions here. Please not. So uh, you're saying that Mick Jagger is going to be at the uh, the Thunderbirds game? No, Uh, I'm I'm not saying that. Falcons game. Thunderbirds. Indians. Thunderbirds. Okay. Without the burden of having to be with Pat Kelly. Ah, see, that's that's the prize, not having Pat Kelly there. You want to laugh? I do All really right. want to laugh. It's Bex and Nagel's <laughs> joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh? Springfield's <laughs> classic rock. You know, a little girl was riding her new bike and pulled up to a stoplight, and a police officer on a horseback pulled up to the same stoplight, looked at the girl. Cop says, nice bike. Did Santa give that to you? She goes, he sure did. And the cop writes her a $20 citation. Says, next year, tell you to Santa that the bike is required to have a rear light. And the girl says, yeah, by the way, that's a nice horse. Did did Santa give it to you? And uh, he plays along. And he goes, he sure did. He goes, okay, next year, tell Santa that the D is supposed to go under the horse, not on top. Ah, you see? <laughs> the D. <laughs> the D. The D is him. No, I get it's it. It's not yes. the appendage that's attached to no, the horse on the I bottom. Don't, I totally understand. I don't know how this girl knew so much about a horse anatomy. I don't know. Is she in a question? <laughs> she must be a farm girl. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. A cold start this morning with temperatures starting off in the 20s with a light breeze coming in out of the northwest. So... D- 631 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news. It is brought to you by Noonan Energy. Reliable service for heating, cooling, electrical, and plumbing at Noonan.com. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A firearm was recovered and two teenage boys were arrested after a fight outside of Chickabee High School on Tuesday. According to police spokesperson uh, Travis Odiorn, at approximately 2.15 p.m., the school resource officer at Chickabee High was made aware of the fight that was taking place in front of the school at dismissal time. The SRO intervened, leading to a foot chase when a juvenile man ran up Wheatland Avenue and uh, was taken into custody. A juvenile man. We're still back to that. They still haven't changed that. Should I say a male juvenile? Wouldn't that be the right way to say it? Um, you could say an older juvenile. Without yeah. saying he's a man, because yeah. is he really a man? No, he's not really a man. I mean, he'll be prosecuted as an adult, I'm sure, but oh. nevertheless. Uh, or or Odie Orn adds that as the party began to run away, another party in the uh, in the area of the disturbance yelled to the SRO that the juvenile may have a firearm. Chickabee police officers were then called in to secure the area. During the investigation, detectives identified a second juvenile in the fight. At around 10.22 p.m., he was taken into custody and a firearm was recovered. Both teenagers who were arrested are not Chicopee High School students. 22 News spoke with Jess, a uh, Chicopee Public Schools parent, who expressed her concerns. I have a little cousin that goes there, so I was very nervous. I think it's going to uh, get worse if they don't get strong on this. I think they should put metal detectors at each school in Chicopee. According to the district website, yeah, but the, but the incident took place outside of the school, and it was two kids that didn't even go there. The metal detectors are only going to protect the people going into place. Right, not the ones that are on the outside with guns. According to the uh, district website, Chickabee High, uh, High and Chickabee Comp each have one school resource officer stationed full-time. That also checks in on six or seven other schools in the district. In addition, the district introduced metal detectors at its middle schools and high schools in April, and uses them for periodic screenings. They are not used at any building below the middle school level. 
After-school activities at the Chicopee High and DuPont Middle School were suspended uh, on Tuesday as the police conducted the investigation. The school was not placed in lockdown due to the timing of dismissal and the incident happening coincidentally. The 16-year-old from uh, Chicopee was arrested and charged with all kinds of things, and so was the 15-year-old boy uh, possessing a firearm without an FID card and assault with a dangerous weapon and yada, 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 assault and battery. You just yada yada know the best part. I mentioned the possession of a firearm without an FID card. Wasn't that a good enough excuse? I guess. What do you mean, you guess? Well, I mean, I'd like to hear a little bit more. Uh, let's see. A Southwick man was arrested as facing fentanyl trafficking charges after being pulled over for a suspended license on November 26th. And this is why we're hearing about it December, just now. December 12th. December, <laughs> December 7th. Well, it took a while for the West Springfield police to process all those things. I got so many other things going on. Well, we have a think tank about what information we're going to release. Jesus. According to the Mass State Police, on November 26th, uh, Trooper Joshua Gagnon was conducting patrol on I-91 northbound in West Springfield when he noticed a Ford Fusion sedan drifting out of the marked lanes. Trooper Gagnon ran a check of the registration, revealing that the owner's license was suspended for failure to pay child support. After stopping the Ford... Trooper Gagnon identified Frederick Jazerski of uh, Southwick as the registered owner. A search of Jazerski's uh, person uncovered a knife in his pocket along with several individual packages commonly associated with fentanyl and the bundling. Uh, Jazerski was arrested and a more extensive search of the vehicle was initiated with the, sister, with the assistance of Troopers Brett Goldsmith and Derek Desaro. They really like releasing all the this troopers' names when, like... You go to any other town, and they're like, it's Detective Bob. Like, <laughs> right. Well, I, like, mean, I can understand, like, why you'd want to protect the name. You don't want people, like, looking up the names no, of, of, of the cops or whatever. But it's like the state police, they're like the honey badger. They just don't give a F. Yeah, they're you're like, right. Uh, they're just like, yeah, this is uh, Br- Trooper Brett Goldsmith. You know what's uh, what's uh, odd to me about this story? And yeah, maybe I I, I don't know. Maybe just because I uh, I got a little experience in this. Dude's got uh, money for buying a knife. He's got money for fentanyl, but he doesn't have enough money to support his kids. Now it seems to me, uh, if you're paying child support, and the court has ordered you to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a guy who has done that, I got to tell you, I can't afford knives and I can't afford uh, fentanyl. All I can do is afford uh, the child support payments uh, on time. He didn't just have some fentanyl. He had a lot of fentanyl. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes yeah. you got to put money up front for that kind of inventory, and I'm just saying, well, if he's got that kind of money, why not uh, you know, write his ex a check? The uh, search uh, yielded concerning findings, including a hunting knife, a collapsible baton, and approximately 7,575 packages of fentanyl, totaling over 151 grams, or basically six ounces of it. The illegal substances were uh, discovered under the passenger seat and their, and on the rear s- seat floorboards. Jerzerski was booked, photographed, and fingerprinted at the Springfield barracks. He was subsequently arraigned in Springfield District Court on multiple charges. Hmm. Good thing it took two weeks to do all that. Good thing. Yeah. Uh, two people were arrested after illegal firearms and drugs were seized after a truck traffic stop in Springfield on Tuesday evening. <laughs> According to uh, Ryan Walsh, at around 8 p.m. on Tuesday, officers saw his SUV run a stop sign while speeding around King Street and, and Northampton Avenue. When uh, officers got in their cruisers, the driver ran a red light without stopping. 
Well, that's an offense, Bob. Let's go. <laughs> Turn the red lights on. And the blue ones, too. Right. As officers uh, conducted a traffic stop near the intersection of Chapel and Eastern Avenue, they could smell burnt marijuana, and the vehicle was full of smoke. It was like Cheech and Chong driving down the street. Well, that would be a clue that maybe marijuana smoking was going on in that vehicle. The uh, driver, 19-year-old Jaden Anderson, had crack cocaine, 120 bags of heroin, and more than $400 in cash. The passenger, 19-year-old Jason Johnson, got out of the car and officers located a firearm in the passenger seat. Johnson was then placed under arrest. When officers searched the vehicle, they found several bags of marijuana, a digital scale, a second firearm in the center console. The firearm was reported stolen out of Georgia. Anderson was arrested and two woman passengers, two woman passengers? Is this woman? Yeah. Including a juvenile. Well, well wait a minute. Was there a, a juvenile woman? Wait, right. Or a juvenile man. Yeah. What is it? I don't know. Two women passengers. Uh, women is the plural form, and in this case, you should say uh, two female passengers. I'm trying to think of the uh, the clergy and the, the princess bride. Two women passengers. Marriage. Marriage. Including a juvenile. Were arrested. Uh, arrested for quack. Cocaine. Oh, man. You imagine that, you know, a car full of girls and you're hanging around with this guy? It's all right, <laughs> baby. Don't worry about it. Everything's going to be all right, okay? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you are uh, you have to call your parents in the middle of the night. Mom and Dad, I got arrested. For what? Well, remember, you know. Remember that guy you told me not to hang out with? We're in jail. He brought all his drugs and guns and scales and we've got two teenage girls in the what, car what did i tell you you know uh, one of the things that uh, that i saw i i learned i learned a lot of my life lessons from tiktok videos understandable and one of the uh, one of the things was from this lawyer who said if you're ever in a situation where you're calling your parents because you're in some sort of legal trouble mm -hmm. do not by any means say on the phone Mom, Dad, I really screwed up. Just say, Mom, I've been arrested. I need to get bailed out. That's all you need to say because anything else you say is going to be uh, recorded, recorded right. and uh, used against you at a later time because they will do that. Yeah, that's why you have the right to remain silent. Yeah. Uh, the only thing you should say is, Mom, Dad, could you send a lawyer to the police station? So I told my kids, if you ever get involved in any sort of criminal enterprise, just say you don't know anything. <laughs> deny, deny, deny. Yeah, just say Mr. Baxendale's your father. Right. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> you mean Bax did that with the fentanyl? By the way, <laughs> two uh, people, uh, we talked about this yesterday, two people were arrested in Colerain for allegedly killing a deer illegally on Saturday, and we do have a little bit more information this, uh, this morning. Whoa, 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 whoa. You've got a follow-up story? Yes, only because I got it from another source. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, who's providing, who's providing that kind of service? According to the Mass State Police, troopers along with members of the Environmental Police were notified around 6.30 p.m. that a person in Coleraine saw a person shoot a deer from inside of a pickup truck from the road on the front lawn of a home in Shelburne Line Road. State police conducted a traffic stop of the suspected vehicle, a gray Toyota Tacoma pickup truck, further down the road. Two people inside the vehicle were dressed in camouflage and firearms were visible in the back seat. Brothers, 46-year-old Ira B. Duell and 51-year-old Seth O'Duel, which I'm sure they weren't drinking O'Duels because... Uh, yeah, that's how you keep that. your edge. Uh, 
one from Worthington and one from Coleraine uh, were arrested. Police seized a loaded 22 caliber rifle, another rifle, four muzzle loaders, two shotguns, a loaded handgun, and over 300 rounds of ammunition, four thermal scopes, and a gray fox that was killed that morning. Oh, my God. Why would you have to say a fox? Because I'm just saying. Because I would have played the song, and I don't have that handy. Well, I didn't know uh, we were going to talk about that. Ballistic evidence was also recovered from the illegally killed buck that was lying on the road and indicates it was shot with 22 caliber slugs. These guys look like uh, pretty smart dudes. I'm Larry, Daryl, <laughs> and my other brother, Daryl, who's no longer with us because we accidentally shot him on a poaching trip. Right. Yeah. State police are investigating whether they are habitual poachers responsible for past reported incidents. They were arraigned in Greenfield District Court and released on bail uh, for hunting from a vehicle, carrying a loaded shotgun rifle in a vehicle, and hunting out of season for a fox. And you know what? Nobody can speak for the fox. No, and I and I can't. Uh, no. I can't, oh, you can't tell you. Get onto it. No, I can't yeah, get onto right. it. Well, see, we we tried. We tried doing that. I mean, normally during rehearsals, we would have uh, figured this out in ahead of time, but I don't have it. Rehearsals. Are you kidding me? We don't have anything called rehearsals around here. <sighs> I'm just saying. It's too late now. Like, we can't do it now. Is, it, is it too late it, to yeah, say it, what, it, the, what the fox yeah, is? Yeah, it's uh, too much. Yeah, but see, we had the whole thing edited in there. Yeah, I know. And it, it's, it, it's impossible to find that stuff. Yeah. We don't need to do that. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, how about this guy? Uh, three uh, men in Oklahoma were arrested for stealing Dr. Pepper. And this wasn't a $5 crime. They stole $100,000 worth of Dr. Pepper. $100,000 worth of Dr. Pepper? Yeah. You got to really like Dr. Pepper. The men would steal pallets of Dr. Pepper syrup from a warehouse the syrup was in five gallon bags within boxes the boxes would then be sold to places like gas stations which would then sell the individual big gulp fountain drinks it was an inside job and thieves had the same plan they would sell the pallets uh, to a gas station for less than the original price and pocket the money two of the men used to work at uh, dr pepper and one admitted that he started stealing pallets while he was working there he stole about 10 pallets worth almost forty thousand dollars while he was employed and has been stealing two or three pallets a week since he quit in August. <laughs> the third culprit was the guy at the gas station. He apparently knew he was getting stolen syrup, and that's why it was so cheap. All three men are now facing felony charges. Ah, oh, that's too bad. I must have had, like, six <laughs> Dr. Peppers. <laughs> right? I got to pay. <laughs> he just said he, just said he got to pay. You know what? That's like uh, th- those soda fountain things. That's the money maker. When you go into like a restaurant, like yeah. let's say you go into a chain restaurant, like let's say you made the decision, a really poor decision to go into Applebee's for a day, right? Sure. And you sit down, they charge you three ninety nine for a soda. But really? It's, but it's unlimited refills. Unlimited. Yeah, so but what's it cost? What's it cost per cup? That's what I'm saying. It's like it's, like pennies, pennies on the dollar for how much this stuff costs, and they're charging. It's like that's a huge upcharge to get that machine to mix the CO2 with the syrup, yeah, uh, to get your perfect Dr Pepper, and uh, that's a that's the money maker right there is the soda machine. That's an outrage. I'm gonna start selling soda up here. You should. I'm gonna get a fountain. Why not? You know, I tried to look for one of those a few years ago, and nobody has them. Like, for rent, I was going to rent them for uh, the big party that I put on. You couldn't get a soda fountain? 
there wasn't many people who who rented them. I, I think you had to you find somebody who had like a truck. Yeah. Well, you know, you if know. you bought one outright, you'd have Barry at your house all the time. I need to get one of those ones like they'd have the MGM with the uh, yes putting all the different flavors into them. That's right. Between yeah, cotton gets... candy and soda fountains, that's that's how you get Barry to your house. I still have that uh, video of him showing the hooker how to use the machine, <laughs> and then you put your flavor in here with your cream soda. <laughs> yeah. Do you want a date? No, but I do want a soda. Let me show you how this works. Yeah, that's that's his uh, thoughts and prayers was right there. <laughs> Showing you how to use the Minnesota <laughs> machine. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, it is going to be cloudy with a high of 36. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 42. It's 22 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, oh, yeah. GG Inks. Screen print. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 654. And bad company with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Cloudy today with a high of 36. It's 22 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102 and Feel Good Shop Local. Want to hook you up for the holidays. Over 50 local businesses on that site. You can do all your holiday shopping shopping from the comfort of your home and help support local business uh go to rock102.com and sign up to win a 250 dollars gift certificate to feel good shop local we'll choose another winner on the 18th it's your chance to win uh, with feelgoodshoplocal.com and rock 102 springfield's classic rock i just uh i just came across this um this uh this gallery of pictures that some woman had taken this past weekend of the the paramount the hippodrome in uh, springfield this is what mm. her post said had an awesome opportunity to photograph the Paramount Hippodrome in Springfield this past weekend. The Paramount, built in 1926, costing over $1 million as part of the Grand Massasoit House Hotel. 1999, it was renovated and turned into the Hippodrome, a popular nightclub which later closed in 2015 due to a shooting at a Dipset concert. It now sits abandoned and naturally decaying. I'm looking at these pictures, and it, I, I mean, you just can't even imagine the decay of this beautiful historical building yeah and what a mess it's become over the years now this is this has been purchased uh many years ago and uh in spite of the promise that renovations would happen and they would save this building i gotta tell you i you know it's 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 shocking it's a damn shame and uh I can't believe somebody hasn't come along and said, we could make a ton of money off this place if we just redid it. Because, listen, people are people want to go out and about to like live shows and things like that. If you had another venue in downtown Springfield where you could offer something else... Uh, this would be it. I remember, you know, going to shows in this uh, in the in the the Paramount, thinking, "My God, what a beautiful building this is!" And if you look at these pictures, and we just posted them on the uh, the uh, the Bax and Nagel Facebook page, it's just like it's it's depressing because there had been money put aside for a a new renovation, and that money was never spent. Where is it, money? I don't know. I don't know where that money is. I understand that one of the problems is they needed to fix the roof because uh, it had been leaking badly, and that's one of the problems. That's why you see so much yeah. mold all over the place. Well, that but, would, you think that would have been the first thing you fixed with the money that you got? Yeah, this you know to me this is like one of these structures that needs to be restored. It's you don't see architecture like this anywhere. I mean, there are other theaters that are beautiful. You know, the Calvin is 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 very nice. The Academy Music is very nice. But you know, this is every bit as beautiful, is if not as beautiful as some of those other other places. Can you imagine if we had done the live show 
at the Paramount. That would have been cool. That would have been fantastic. And you know, it's just a shame to see what's happened to it. Yeah. I, and I hope that somebody at some point can take this and do something with it. Because I would hate to see this get torn down. Because you're almost at the point now where it it appears that it may be. This is a. It's just. It's almost shameful to just have a place like this just sitting there rotting away with no, with no care well, to it at all. You used to go to the Hippodrome, right? Yeah, well, uh, probably back. Let's see, two thousand three or four. I used to go there. You know, you go with a bunch of friends, and they had the nightclub going on. You could see all the bands that were playing down there, all the local bands. And the place was slamming yeah. back then. But wicked slamming, and yeah. uh, you know, you'd probably spend a lot of money in there too. Well, I hope to God that at some point uh, we can save this because it would be a tragedy to see something like this have to be torn down in Springfield. It's just, it's just. It's too important and it's too beautiful to just ignore and let this thing decay the way it's it's fallen apart. No. Awful. Looks like really the, depressing. Looks like the basketball hall of fame right now. Falling apart. No, it, I mean it's no, it's uh, the basketball hall of fame is a nicer building. It's is a, it? but yes, it's a much nicer place. I don't know, I haven't been in there in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> You should go. There's plenty no, of parking. No reason to. Yeah, but let's. Uh, I mean, let's uh, let's hope that someone can uh, can can save this because this this is really something in Springfield it's that a, needs to be saved. It's a damn shame. It is. It is, Steve. I'm right with you. Yeah. But uh, good job with uh, Jessica Dion who took these pictures. Uh, amazing. It's six fifty nine. Marty Caproni will be joining us. Also, Scott Zolak later on uh, this morning too. It's Bax and Nagel at Rock one hundred two. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, there's nothing that makes me more physically uncomfortable than watching the New York Yankees make exceptional trades for high-priced talent. I'm not a big fan. Sure, I can handle the Red Sox trading Alex Verdugo for a couple of right-handed pitchers that might never make the full-time roster. I can accept they're already two years deep into the nine-year, $360 million contract with Aaron Judge, despite the fact he missed 42 games last year with an injured toe. What I'm unwilling to accept is that the Yankees have just completed a seven-player deal with the San Diego Padres in exchange for three-time All-Star slugger Juan Soto, who is arguably one of the most gifted hitters in baseball. Here's what happened. Yesterday, the Yankees gave up another trio of right-handed pitching, just like they did the other day when they when they just like they gave to the Red Sox or Alex Verdugo. They include Michael King, Johnny Brito, and Randy Vasquez. They also gave up a pitching prospect, Drew Thorpe, and catcher Kyle Higashoka. In exchange, the Yankees also get outfielder Trent Grisham, who will likely never see the light of day, since the Yankees now have an outfield of Soto, Judge, and Verdugo. Now. I should probably point out that Soto is currently on a one-year contract that's paying him $27 million a year, and that's after turning down a 15-year deal worth $440 million with the Nationals back in 2022. But for that money, the Yankees are getting a guy who batted 275, 35 home runs, and 109 RBIs. This is why I say that everything about this trade sucks. Why? Because the Yankees... Uh, while are they're busy dishing out junk to bolster an outfield that's going to be loaded with studs, the Red Sox fans are waiting for a recently hired general manager, Craig Breslow, to do something equally as delicious. And that simply hasn't happened yet. Why? I don't know. 
Am I being impatient? Am I being consumed with pessimism and resignation? I'm really trying hard not to be. But I'm also looking at what's going on here. The Yankees have just improved themselves in baseball's toughest division, and the Red Sox have not. And with last season's last place finish, I'd like to see a little bit more action coming out of the front office and making trades with the Yankees doesn't exactly fill me with confidence. At least not yet. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Sure, it's a little piece of plastic, but boom, it's a steel chainsaw, a Weber grill, it's a DeWalt impact driver kit. That's the holiday magic of a Rocky's gift card. It makes dreams come true. Get gift cards at any Rocky's Ace Hardware locations and have yourself a merry little holiday. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 712 and Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Cloudy with a high of 36 today, sunny with a high of 42 tomorrow. It's 22 right now in downtown Springfield. What a delight to welcome back the unflappable... <laughs> Marty Caproni Here back in the studio. Is. There you go. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, I'm just wondering, and I don't know if you've heard about this thing. There is a comedy club in Chicopee. Uh, you know. He's offering up uh, not only a show, but dinner for the low price of a pre-Venmo ticket of $20, 25 at, at the, the door. door. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've heard rumors of this, yeah. and uh, I've heard that tonight. Maybe other people have heard this rumor that uh, you and myself will also be there. Yes. Yes, so. I, I've heard that too. This uh, hack night, is that what this is? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's always hack night when, <laughs> when we're doing it. Uh, but yeah, tonight uh, I'll be headlining the Loft Comedy Club. Yeah, well, excited to have you. Um, last time we did it, it was fun. We just kind of threw it together. This time we've actually planned a little bit, which is nice. Uh, built a good lineup around it. We have a uh, buddy of mine, Alex G and Papa, coming out from Boston too, so... We're going to have a real good lineup, and okay. uh, we're going to have a good time. It's Italian night, too, because that's the next thing. Everyone always sends the message. What's for dinner tonight? Pasta. Do you know I had a lady, she commented on the ad uh, that I put up, and she was like, I know you guys are having meatballs, but for those of us that don't eat meat, is there possible for us to have turkey meatballs or chicken meatballs? Well, those oh are meatballs. I said for twenty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, uh, you know, for allergies or dietary concerns, sometimes the chef will make an accommodation if we know ahead of time. But we would I can't promise that we'll make meatballs for you. Like yeah. maybe it'll be a slab of grilled chicken or something. You can right. how, about, yeah. how about this idea? How about you eat before you go and don't worry about having inconveniencing everybody else in the staff? How about how about there you go? Or just uh have the pasta without the meatballs is yeah. a good thing too, you know? You know, uh People sometimes don't think when they open their mouths, and they don't realize what a deal they're getting at twenty dollars. It's twenty bucks. Like, where else can you get a show and a meal for twenty dollars? It brings up a good question. There. So here's the best part. So just asking that question it was on the ad that I pay for on Facebook. Yeah. It was three dollars and eighty-two cents for her to ask that question. Yeah. Yeah. See. See. And now you got the rest of it left in uh, comedy. So I'm already in the negative on that one, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but 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 uh, the View Street Tavern that must be getting pretty. Uh, Listen, with all the talk we do about this place, that guy must be making money hand over fist uh, over there. You'd think, yeah. uh, you know. I know they have. Uh, he has dueling pianos and bands yeah, and all this all stuff. That good and stuff. Uh, yeah. last I knew, you know, I mentioned that they were looking for uh, bartenders and some kitchen help, and uh, I heard that there was quite a. Because you can't push people who've been coming coming in and dropping resumes off for bartending. So. Because you can't continue to do it all by yourself. 
Well, you know, listen, you know. Uh, I, I saw you slewing martinis the last time we were there. <laughs> I'm the worst bartender that there is. I'm terrible at it. It's it, uh, ADD. It yeah. makes you fun. Well, Bax knows. We did a celebrity bartender. Do you remember that? We did it for the Hamden County Legal I do. Defense Fund. Yeah. We did a, a celebrity bartender thing where you, you put the things in the jar, and then it was a contest, Bax versus me. So I'm already at a disadvantage, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, I'm out there just <laughs> trying to get people. And, and I had seen Bax, like, kind of clink his jar Glass. with the stick. And be like, hey. Yeah. So I go, oh, I'm do what Bax does, you know. So I take my thing, and I hold it up, and I hit it with the stick. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wherever I hit it exactly, <laughs> the it's like it was like a movie, the acoustic tone. I went, dink, and the whole jar just goes, blam! Smashes all over the place. Blew into where the ice this? bin. Where into the you? ice bin where all the drinks are getting made with the ice bin, so they have to literally empty the, gu- empty empty the, the ice. ice bin. Yeah. Clean it all out to make sure there's no glass. Yeah, in you don't want drinks. somebody choking on a piece of yeah. shard yeah. glass. I was there for two hours. I managed to ruin the place in two hours. Yeah, long story short, I won. Yeah. He, Where was he, this place? Not, it wasn't even close. It, it was we, at the old Adolfo's. Yeah. We didn't even we didn't even bother counting. You That's didn't even bother it counting. It was, it was clearly was obvious much. back said one. Yeah. yeah. Well, because listen, this is uh, that is where I shine. I shine nowhere else. But at celebrity bartending, where I will shake everybody down on the bar, no matter how close they are sitting to the bar. You were really enjoying. I think you were really enjoying it. Like you were, you were enjoying going up to like a judge and being like, "Hey, what's up? It's Baxi. Put somebody in the jar. Hey, you enjoy the show? Why don't you pay somebody?" I was over here like, "Hey guys," uh, trying to explain what my quote unquote celebrity status was. I tell jokes yeah. sometimes. I uh, yeah. Okay. Who is this guy? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. You're, like, you're like the when they do those celebrity bartending nights, you like you get like one guy that everybody recognizes, and the rest of them are like, "This is the assistant to the assistant manager yes. over at the bank." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's her name. Yeah. Her name's Marsha. She's a really nice lady. Yeah. I uh, I just got someone through here that they hit me up, and of course, you know, in uh, in the true sense of community that you guys have inspired Mm -hmm. in me i said yes to it but i am going to be a celebrity ice cream scooper but that's in january so i don't know how what we're going to get for a turnout who's i'm sorry who's the marketing person in this the ice cream in the middle of january i mean i i've heard the ice cream place is amazing well i'm sure it is i'm just saying uh you know that just doesn't match up you know what i mean (laughs) you want to do it like a hot july day for a fundraiser do it at the ice cream place you'll get thousands of well i mean if you're really uh connected to the charity i would go uh to an ice cream shop in january why not then i think people will turn out for it how much i'm going to be able to scoop is going to be fun too what if i wake up you guys see me with the gout what if I wake up with the gout that morning? I got two lobster claws. I'm going to be in there trying to scoop. <laughs> like Quasimodo's. <laughs> what, what, what ice cream shop is uh, It's a great question that, you, that you've that you asked. I know it's a home craft ice cream. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, I Again, it's not until January, so it's, it's kind of even silly to... Yes, Lord. This is the praline you asked for. <laughs> <laughs> um... So let's see. Uh, uh, okay, it's uh, listen. You, you got like like two hours to look yeah. it up. You don't have to worry about it right now. Batch ice cream. Oh, in Longmeadow. Is that where it is? Yes. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. a good place. So uh, it will be. Uh, oh, it's on Martin Luther King Day. So I'll be scooping uh, 
ice cream on Martin Luther King Dr. Day. Dr. King would have wanted it that way. <laughs> now, now, listen, uh, just a PSA for this place, this batch ice cream. If you are a former uh, Hamden County uh, Sheriff's uh, member, do not uh, expose yourself in the parking lot. This is not the kind of ice cream place to do that in. You do that stuff over an infield across the border. Yeah, they don't have a problem with that. I feel like I missed a news story. Oh, there, was a, uh, there was a news story that came out last summer of a guy who was in a parking lot in Enfield at okay. a at an ice cream shop, okay. and the ice cream was so delicious oh, no. that he, all he could do yeah. was somehow open his pants and relieve himself yeah. uh, Wh- manually while he was watching. What? Yeah, he had porn on the on the car stereo, like it was like through the Bluetooth. I'm not condoning that behavior, but hear me out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. what, what a great day. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you just have it a day. You know, women are like, I need a me day. I go to the spa. Yeah. I'm going to get my brows done and a, and a facial. This guy was like, I'm having a little me day. The yeah. Guy, yeah, a little, little spa ice cream, day. A little, yeah. little ice cream, a little porn, a little... Personal time, a little happy ending for yourself <laughs> at the end. The thing I didn't understand is, wouldn't you need like a third hand? Yeah. <laughs> I have enough trouble just hanging on to the cone and not getting yeah. it all over the car. Yeah, yeah, right. This guy's another level, man. <laughs> Holy smokes! <laughs> well, the point is, don't do that at batch. Yeah, no, don't. No, they won't yeah, like no. that at the Longmeadow shops. Right, right. But uh, yeah, so apparently, uh, it's uh, it, it, oh, this is and this is a cool thing. Um, it's uh, it's in conjunction with like. Uh, uh, a group that uh, they support um, f- foster and adoptive families. So they, they, whatever the gap is between the state and everything else, I think they fill yeah, in that's that. That's a good cause. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a real good cause. And it's uh, Martin. Luther, I think Martin Luther King said it best when he said, "Ask not what I can scoop for you or whatever." Something. I, I believe that would have been Kennedy. Yeah, but it yeah, been you're, Kennedy. You're, you're the same oh, time yeah, frame. Same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, you guys tell. <laughs> Did I tell you uh, what an idiot I am, you guys? No, we just assumed. Well, yeah. Okay, good, good. You guys figured it out on your own? I usually wake up every morning and I try to feel good, and then I always have this thing. It's like, uh, you, you know, as you get older, it's almost like therapy where you are you're, you try to feel good for the people, uh, and you say to yourself, hey, if someone's doing good, it doesn't mean you're doing bad. You know, you should be happy for them. Right. I mean, that's the way I generally feel. If I wake up and I see someone doing well, I, I'm like, good for them. But I woke up this morning, man, and I saw my buddy, who, I got a buddy. I woke up and I saw my buddy from high school, Dan Begin, a native of uh, Hamden, Mass. Yeah. Uh, He joined the Air Force. He got an Air Force Academy full ride when we were seniors and everything. He became a fighter pilot and everything else. And last I knew, he was a pilot for Delta, flying international, everything. We keep in touch here and there. He he got sworn in as a brigadier general. Look at that! Yeah, and, wow. I'm, and I'm driving here, like as yeah. as Bax eloquently put it, to say fart jokes on the radio. Yeah, well, <laughs> I am such a loser. You could be a brigadier general. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, but it's not it's not an indication of whether you've succeeded in life. It's just yeah. uh, you've succeeded less. That's it. That's it's <laughs> a good way to look at it. Yeah. No one's ever nothing in my job, and I think probably your guys' job has ever required an oath. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe a witness, sworn witness testimony. Yeah, no, we've, we've no, we've, that's not true. an oath. That's true. Yeah. We've yeah. been deposed a couple yeah. of times. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It's been plenty of. I forgot. Issues. I forgot about those yeah, issues. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but in this case, I'm like, wow, look at look at Dan. So now we got a general. Well, yeah, look at, Cathedral High look School, at, class of 1992, has a general. Look at all the great people coming out of Cathedral. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not there anymore. But uh, well, look at all the great people that came out of cathedral before it got yeah, blown yeah, over. Before it got blown <laughs> up. Before, before, God, up. Yeah, yeah, before yeah. God smited it with his right hand, <laughs> purposefully and intentionally. Well, he knew he could get the insurance money if he did the right job. I always said it was proof that he answered prayers. It's yeah. just sometimes it takes him twenty years to get around to it. Because yeah. I used to sit around and be like, God, I wish this place would just get blown over. <laughs> <laughs> That God answers just, all your prayers. Yeah, well, that request is just mm-hmm. sitting on his desk. He's like, "Well, what do we got today?" Oh, it's a miracle. Ah, Marty kid, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like we just got to that yeah. one on the list. Yeah. yeah. Well, since I've knocked over that Catholic school, I might as well at least <laughs> knock over a couple buildings where they can build a casino. Yeah, it's the very least I could do. Well, that was the other thing you guys were talking about the Hippodrome, you know, and and um, yeah. Mike Barrasso, who owned the Hippodrome, him and Steve. And, uh, a dear friend of mine, and uh, we've had some business uh, together. Uh, and uh, I remember when he bought that place, he he poured millions of dollars into that place and everything else. And then the city ended up taking it from them. Uh, no coincidental relation to the fact that they were looking for a location for a casino at the time, of course. And uh, and the day that they signed it over by uh, eminent domain, it was like two in the afternoon. They walked out of the meeting, and the clouds were black. And they were like, "Wow, clouds look real rough." By the time he got home, the tornado had come through and wiped out the south end where the casino is now. <laughs> and now oh, it's now. and now it has sat there in disrepair. Someone should give it back to him. That's my feeling. I'm telling you, the the the, the pictures I showed you a little yeah. while ago—they're unbelievable. Yeah. What's happened? The kind of decay and uh, and damage has been done to that building. And do you remember how beautiful it was when they opened it? When it was the Hippodrome? Yeah. I remember like the first week I I got into town. Yeah. There was like I think Steve Winwood played there. And oh, we, wow. And we yeah. went to the show. It was a great show. Yep. And it's like the first time I'm, I'm at any real event right. in uh, in Springfield. I'm like, wow, what a beautiful classy facility, facility this is. Yep. Absolutely stunning. And so they've had it for now. What is? Uh, when did the casino hit? 2009? So what's that? That's over 10 years, right? Uh, uh, 2011, wasn't it? Yeah, 2011. Was yeah. It. Was this a tornado? Yeah. All right, so it's still over 10 years, right? Yeah. 12 yeah. years ago. Why can't shouldn't they just give it back then? If they've shown that they haven't done anything, can they, can they give it back to them? I don't know, but but it would be a shame. I'm not a lawyer, but it would be a shame <laughs> to see that building have to be torn down because it's 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 those it's pictures are those pictures are heartbreaking. They are. They really are. It really is in a state of disrepair. We'll have uh, more with Marty Caproni at 7:25 on Rock 102. It's uh, 7:28 with Banks and Nagel on Rock 102. We'll have uh, Scott Zolak coming up after eight o'clock, and today is also a Thunderbird Thursday. Your chance to win a big fat prize package for this Saturday's game against the uh, the Bridgeport Islanders. So that's all coming up later on today. So is, and uh, Judy Matt's coming in here later on today, too. What? Really? Yeah. Shut up. I didn't know that. Yeah. You know what that means? What? Probably some kind of good snack. Oh, I'm oh, sure yeah, there I'm will sure. be. <laughs> no, remember the holiday concert we uh, talked about? Well, yes. She was there and she was coming in today. Oh, uh, okay. So there you go. Hey, listen, I got, I, I, anytime she wants to come on, I'm good with that. Good for Judy. Beautiful. Yes. She's a nice lady. Sweet Judy Blue Eyes. Yes. They wrote that song for her. I don't think it was her. Are you sure? Well, she's got brown eyes. But, but it's, it's sweet, S-U-I-T-E, like a musical suite, right? Yes, yes, like a hotel room. Right. Yeah, right. This is the sweet 
Judy Blue Eyes. This <sighs> W-E-E-T. This is why this show is so damn popular, because we're going through, like, uh, spelling and, you know, definitions. Yeah. This, is why, this is why it's all so... I like to picture someone in their car with a notebook open right now, writing down their homework. S-U-I-T. Well, I learned all... I told you, I learned all my spelling from that, uh, what's the good word album? With the dick, 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 dictionary. <laughs> remember that one? Yes. What? We'll have to play that one. Yeah, we'll have to play it. Yeah. You'll, you'll appreciate it. I learned mine from Bill Cosby. Really? There you go. Yeah. Do you remember uh, he had uh, he had a TV show and he used to have the little pen and the pen would go. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And you could send away for the pen. It was a dollar, and you sent it in an envelope to him, and you get the. Now I didn't realize that you didn't get the real pen that made the. You got like a cardboard cutout that went around the pen or whatever. I sent him three dollars. Never got the pen. Never got the pen. Never got the pen. Never got the pen. Well, because the roofies cost five dollars a shot, and I was short two dollars, and I had to get two dollars somewhere else. Never got the pen. I like pudding pop. Now, if you contacted Bill Cosby looking for a drink, he would have been able to. Yeah, he might have accommodated you. There'd be fulfillment there. Never got a pen, but I slept like a baby after I licked these stuff with just uh, stamped envelope. <laughs> We got news coming up next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. 733 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news and it is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. The firearm was recovered and two teenage boys were arrested after a fight outside of Chicopee High School on Tuesday afternoon according to chickabee police spokesperson approximately 2 15 p.m the school resource officer at the high school was made aware of the fight that was taking place in front of the school at dismissal time the sro intervened leading to a foot chase where a juvenile man ran up wheatland avenue and was taken into custody not a male juvenile a juvenile man man. Mm. Uh, the spokesperson adds that as the party began to run away, another party in the area of the disturbance yelled to the SRO that the juvenile man may have a firearm. Chickabee officers were then called to secure the area, and during the investigation, the detectives identified a second juvenile who was involved in the fight, and at around 10.22 p.m., he was taken into custody and a firearm was recovered. Both teenagers were arrested and are not Chickabee High School students. Oh, great. You don't even go here! You <laughs> see... I have a friend from another school. Why does juvenile man remind me so much of like a little person with an overactive pituitary gland? I mean, it doesn't even make any sense. It's a juvenile man. My voice has changed, but my body has not grown. <laughs> it sounds like it'd be a great song, like a you know what I mean, like an '80s rock song. Well, I was thinking man. Uh, Particle Man by They Might Be, be Giants. Giants. Yeah, Juvenile man, juvenile, juvenile man, doing the things a juvenile, juvenile can. can. What's he like? It's not important. Juvenile man. <laughs> I heard you say earlier on my way a juvenile woman. They said too, right? Or no? It was a- no, that was another story. It was oh no, a- it was a Jew. It said two uh, two woman in a two, car. Two woman, yeah. Why two would you woman- say two female passengers? Because it's twenty two news. Spelled uh, and they don't know the difference between singular and plural. By, oh. the, by the way, that's spelled N-O-O-Z-E. News. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we spell it around here. Kind of like the band New Shoes, where the shoes are spelled wrong. Working for yous. <laughs> 22 News. Yeah. Working for yous. Y-O-O-S. Yeah. So yeah. Like, or you live in the South Shore. It's like yeah. working for yous. Uh, 
According to the district website, Chickabee High and Chickabee Comp each have one school resource officer stationed full-time that also checks in on six or seven other schools in the district. In addition, the district introduced metal detectors at its middle schools and high schools back in April and uses them for periodic screenings. But these kids didn't go to the high school. They were outside the school. Yeah. They weren't in the school at any time. So... All I can think about is what a crappy day at work that is for the SRO guy, you know, the school resource officer. Because you get that gig and you kind of, it's like one of those gigs where they give you it and you're probably like, phew, you know, I don't have to deal with the dregs of society pulling people over on the side of the road anymore, you know, it should be all right. And, that's, yeah, except and now you find yourself running through a neighborhood chasing a guy who may have a gun. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, uh, when in Rome, I mean, that's kind of a chickabee thing, isn't it? <laughs> oh, isn't it really his job to just chase him out of the school building? <laughs> yeah, that's what's it should be like. Uh, you play uh, hide and seek or tag or whatever. Like yeah. once he's past the line of the property, like all right, oh he's and don't you I'm come safe. back? <laughs> don't you? My job here is done, guys. I'm safe. I'm safe. <laughs> I'm safe. <laughs> Can't come after me after this point. No, you got to yell a TV show out. A TV show. <laughs> Remember you play TV tag? Do you guys ever do that? No, no. I you never play TV tag. I, did, I played that. I'm sure. sorry. What's TV? Tag. You you would play tag, and then the, uh, they if as they would tag you, if you wanted to be safe, you had to yell out a TV show. Like what? You know, you'd be like, like let's say the three of us are playing, right? Yeah. yeah. And it'd be like, cheers! And you'd be like, ah, I can't tag him. And you got to run and tag the other person. What's the point of that? Well, that's, I mean... It's a kid. It's a kid's game. It's not. It's not really. There's not a lot. But I'm criticizing it it now because I've never heard of this uh, this game played before, and I just. uh, I realize you guys probably didn't have TV in Syracuse. I'm fascinated uh, by your belief system. What's that? It's not a belief. This is a religion. It's not a religion. It's the festivus of kids' games. I got a lot of problems with you children. You guys probably played a version of that in Syracuse, where like you you. As they tag you, you had to yell out a crime or a felony or whatever you guys had up there. Yes, yeah, so it was called of- assault, and I would have to call the police <laughs> in order to stop myself from being assaulted. No, people would want to beat me up all I can't time. believe you never played TV tag. Never played TV Did tag. you ever play flashlight tag? Flashlight tag I played, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But that's about it. Well, it's the same concept. A freeze tag? Yeah, freeze tag. Okay, yeah, it's, just, it's the same thing. Well, yeah, but where did the TV show thing come in? I don't understand. Was that just something funny to add? Well, back then, you got to understand there was only like three major uh, networks on television, so you only had a certain number of shows. So what the where the game would get fun is once everyone had said the shows that were on. Now you're scrambling in your head to think of a show. Yeah, because you can't you can't say somebody else's show. So like if I said Gilligan's Island. And then another kid got right. tagged, and he said Gilligan's Island. Well, that's not good enough. Right now, you're now you're it. But this is before Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and everything else. You got a now finite number of shows. <laughs> right now, there's 900 shows. You can just make up shows as they tag you, and they just be like, "Oh, okay, all right." Yeah, yeah just, start yelling off YouTube originals. Yeah, or Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but work. you but you couldn't play a TV tag with like a TV guide in your hand cuz that's like that's no, cheating. That would be, yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's the Cliff's Notes version of the tag game. Like yes. using the Did TV you guys guide. have TV guide in Syracuse, Steve, before we go on with this? Did you guys have TV guide? I didn't guide? Uh, I was a kid in New Jersey when I uh when Oh, that's we were even better. Tag. Wow. Even better. Yeah. I mean, you know you're the, you know you're the dork of the neighborhood when you're playing TV <laughs> tag and you say McNeil Lear report. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You do everything on PB 
WGBS. Yeah, right. <laughs> Connecting point. WGBY. All right. Upstairs, downstairs. <laughs> a, uh, a homeless puppy is looking for a new home oh. after a wooden skewer was removed from his stomach. Ooh. According to the MSPCA, uh, a nine-month-old Bob arrived at the veterinary nonprofit organization in November after he was surrendered by his owner to Boston Animal Control, but something was not right. Bob's previous owner mentioned that he had some kind of protrusion on his flank, but we couldn't find anything when he first came to us, said the uh, MSPCA Director of Adoption Centers and Programs, Mike Kiley. After a couple of weeks, it became clear that Bob was in pain, but we weren't sure why, so we brought him to Engel for uh, imaging. That must be the hospital out there. The uh, radiology team found what was causing Bob's pain, a wooden skewer commonly used in food preparation. So he's becoming a shih tzu kebab? Yes, I guess he would be. Yes, that's a oh, perfect. Like, a, ter- like a teriyaki skewer? Yeah. It seems that Bob ate the skewer and it pierced his stomach, something oh, that is usually immediately yeah, clear and requires urgent care. But there are rare instances like this where where something small and sharp pierces the stomach wall, but the stomach wall then heals on its own, making the problem much harder to detect. Oh, See, that, that dog was What's he pain. look like? Does they, they have a picture of him? Uh, let's see if they show Bob up here, I believe. Someone uh, adopt him? Uh, no, they're looking for somebody to adopt him. Yeah, right the, now he's just married. I don't have, the picture's on the video. <laughs> After the skewer was removed, he's, uh, he's Bob is now recovered and is looking for his forever family. Uh, interested adopters can submit an adoption inquiry on their website or visit uh, open house hours at the Boston Adoption Center. Uh, from noon to three, you can go get them if you want to. Listen, get yourself a bottle of teriyaki sauce and get down there to adopt Bob. Uh, that's terrible. Uh, I see that that pulls on my heartstrings. I know it does. That's why I did it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I was sick of giving you bad news. I'm really and, and, sad. I love being able to come in. One of my favorite things about if I come in on Thursday, other than to constantly plug the uh, Loft Comedy Club dinner show that Steve will be headlining tonight. Uh, I never heard of that. Place. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, one of my favorite things is talking to Scott Zolak, but one of the things that I always seem to miss is when you guys bring in a puppy and you do the uh, the puppy oh, yeah. adoption yeah. here. So I TJ L brings them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why we never uh, cross paths with the TJ Because the dogs come usually in the afternoon. They don't come, uh, we, don't, we don't bring them in the morning. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. a Pat Kelly thing because oh, he does the uh, when he does does he still do he does still does the food pet food drive right? Doesn't believe he, he does. Yeah. Doesn't that uh, he does a lot of stuff? We don't really pay much attention to what that kid does. What no, Pat does. Listen, we don't pay much attention to him, but Pat does very good work with the community, yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. the animals and all that stuff. So uh, I don't want to crap on him all that much. As a person, he's horrible. Yeah, as a lover notch. of animals, I, he's a good guy. He's top I, shelf. I love Pat and I love dogs. Yeah. So you know, I'm I mean, I can't stand having a conversation with him for more yeah, than thirty seconds. But uh, for the animals, he's a, he's a great. For the yeah, animals. but when Pat starts drinking from your toilets and scooting on the rug, <laughs> then you, then you start to re- you question your choices. Uh, Massachusetts State Police arrested two brothers on poaching charges Saturday in Colerain after recovering a deer and a gray fox that had been shot illegally. Worthington resident Ira Duell, 46, and Colerain resident Seth O'Duell, 51. <laughs> two, two different yeah. people. Well, they're, the, they're brothers. Uh, may be responsible for several other poaching incidents that may have been reported in the area and could face further charges, state police said. In a news release, the two men are facing charges including hunting from a vehicle, carrying a loaded rifle in a vehicle, hunting deer with a rifle, discharging a firearm near a highway, and hunting a fox out of season. Both were arraigned in Greenfield District Court this week and were able to post bail. 
On December 2nd, around 6.10 p.m., state police received a report that a deer had been shot from a truck in front of a home on Shelburne Line Road in Coleraine. A trooper responded and noticed a gray Toyota Tacoma nearby that matched the description of the truck. The trooper pulled the truck over and soon noticed that the two men in the truck, who were later, later identified as the Duel Brothers, had uh, several had unsecured firearms with them. He and another trooper then arrested the two men. In the truck, authorities found two rifles, two shotguns, a loaded handgun, other firearms equipment, and an illegally killed gray fox that appeared to have been shot oh. and beaten. Beat yeah, shooting the thing and then you beating it I, even, or beating it then shoot. I don't. What are you doing? This this goes back to one of my theory. Like I try to be. You know, my dad was a hunter. You know what I mean. And we had that whole conversation with the deer thing the last time I was here. Right. I I can't believe they even have a fox hunting. You ever see a fox? They're cute. They're like little wild dogs. They the are, fox. but they're also, I mean, a nuisance in some way. But if you're listen, I'm I I am totally for hunting because hunting keeps the populations of animals down and there's people that go out there and do that and that's the way it should be that's just kind of how the way things go Spoken. but when you're shooting uh if the fox is out of season yeah. and you're not shooting it in order to protect like let's say you had a, a coop full of chickens or something yeah, like yeah that. then build a better chicken coop leave the fox alone steve uh, is there anything in that story that uh, specifically states what the fox says what does the fox say What the fox say? Hi, 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 ho. Hi, 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 ho. What the fox say? Hey, Mac, 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 is that this morning show is not like a nut hut like normal like no. Z one hundred no. morning show. Well, it kind of that, that that is the most <laughs> Z one hundred nut hut radio thing. I've ever well, thank you, buddy. We appreciate you coming <laughs> to the studio. Coming up, we're gonna hear about a restaurant that has twenty dollars for dinner and a comedy show. It's seven forty-five, fifteen minutes before the hour. Our hard rocking, flame throwing, kick ass, wife slapping, puppy kicking, rock and roll. Yeah, don't forget the phony phone crank call today coming up after seven ten. We'll do that later on this morning. Uh, well, there's lots of sunshine today with a high thirty six tomorrow. Quack quack. Wildly cloudy with a chance of thunder boom booms and a high of twenty two. Twenty one right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Dangle, and that's the Wacky Warning Show on Wacky One Hundred Two. This is Ryan Pelletier, project manager at Raymond R. Hool Construction. <laughs> rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 752 and Fleetwood Mac on Rock 102. Gladly today with a high of, <laughs> high of 36. Tomorrow is sunny with a high of 42. It's 22 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, you were talking about being able to pronounce things. Yeah. And I had this record when I was a kid. It was actually a hand-me-down from my older brothers and sisters. It was the Pete. You remember the Peter Pan albums? They were like records. Were they like plastic or were yeah, they, they like real? Yeah, they were like cheap plastic. Yeah, but yeah, was sometimes right. a book in involved. This, yeah. this was an actual vinyl record. This was okay. probably from the late 1960s. But all it was right. called What's the Good Word? And it had all of these different songs about what synonyms were. I, that's where I learned a lot of that stuff when I was a little kid. Antonyms and synonyms and onomatopoeia and things like that. Are you showing off? Uh, well, it, 
this is these are the kinds of things that we had to, to learn all that stuff. And uh, this, I love this one. This okay. is the song all about the dictionary. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> The dick dick dictionary is very necessary. With the dick dick dictionary, you'll see. Yes, you really see. And it's extraordinary. Have a dick dick dictionary. It tells you all about the dictionary. Yeah. Yeah, is that what it tells? Yeah. Is that what you yeah. get out of that yeah. song? Yeah. Is that what- <laughs> yeah. I'm getting that uh, somebody really messed up the melody or the. Well, uh, it- Here's where it gets really good. Oh, the dick, dick, dictionary is very necessary. This Try the dick, dick, really brings it home with this final one. Any word that you can cook up, you can look up, pick the book up. The dick, 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 all you kids bring that to school with you this morning and uh, play that for you. I always thought that that sounded like a Red Peter song. You know, like, yeah, that's, that's exactly gonna, the kind of thing. I was, you know, I was going to, you know, what would be good, though, is if one of the listeners out there that's uh, computer savvy could remix that into a current dance hit type uh, EDM song. Oh, oh yeah, that would, that would be, be awesome. Absolutely do that. I'm, that sure, I'm be... surprised somebody hasn't already done it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Su- I'm surprised none of us have any Molly. We'd be dropping it right now. Yeah. We'd be dancing all night. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 What's yeah. a synonym for tripping my face off? No, um, I, I, uh, I think that, jeez, you go back to that stuff, huh? That's how we used to learn. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. They don't have that stuff really anymore. Like the Schoolhouse a, Rock. Were you guys too yeah. young for that stuff? No, we uh, Schoolhouse. We had Electric Company was big. Electric for me. Company, yes. You know, and uh, the one of these kids is doing his own thing. That you remember that one too. They, all the kids would be in a square on the electric company. And they'd all be throwing like I think it was in the electric company. They'd all be like throwing a ball, and then one kid no, would like a, be that's chewing that, on a hockey puck. I think that's like, Sesame Street. Is that Sesame? Yeah. yeah one yeah. of these things is not like the other. That one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was Sesame Street. Yeah. Yeah. One of these kids is doing his own thing. One Come on, can you guess which one? one? Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, there you, and yeah, I used to just watch it, but yeah, it's the kid chewing on the hockey puck. Everyone else has got a baseball glove and a ball. I used to love the Sesame Street. That was a that was some good stuff. It that was psych- I you know I I take mushrooms now and go back and watch that psychedelic eight ball fall through the. They had good. See, they had good jams. Somebody should remix all of those into some EDM songs, and and people our age would probably love it. Uh yeah, let me see if I can find that one. Oh yeah, here here it is. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Here you go. Twelve. Twelve. The pinball starts. <laughs> Listen to this jam. It sounds yeah. like an adult film. Soundtrack. It was an adult film. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember the day Ron Jeremy showed up on the Sesame Street? <laughs> wow, Snuffy's got the same sort of nose oh. that you do. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> and Seika and Georgina Spelvin have just arrived. Do you, do you remember the time that Ron Jeremy showed up with 11 friends? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You really needed that Snuffle up, I guess. <laughs> okay, Ron. Okay, Ron. It's 757 of Rock 102. Now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people. Rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, tonight the New England Pages be looking to pick up the pieces and put an end to their five-game losing streak when they travel to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. Now, 
I should point out, this is hardly the Patriots' longest-lasting losing streak. You'd have to go back to 1990 when they cracked off an amazing 14 losses in a row. That's long before some of you youngsters were even born. Why, you'd have to go back to Tom Brady's freshman year in high school to remember something like that. And yet, here they are, not even halfway to those kinds of numbers. And in other words, you people don't even remember what terrible was. Well, tonight the Patriots are in Pittsburgh looking at the NFL's lowest over-under number in decades at just 30 points, which is strange because you would think that a Bailey Zappi Mitchell Trubisky showdown would be loaded with explosive production. Well, according to the odds makers, probably not. Now, the biggest problem tonight isn't just the staggering lack of offense. The biggest problem is that tonight's game will be on Amazon Prime Video. Now, you might say, but Baxi, I don't have a Prime membership. What's a guy like me supposed to do? Well, it's early in the day, and for just $139 a year, you can enjoy such amazing benefits as same-day shipping, exclusive access to Amazon Music, gaming, and other various benefits such as Amazon Fresh, Amazon Photos, and all kinds of other things that you'll never get around to using. But more importantly, by not being a, such a freaking tightwad, you would have full access to tonight's game in Pittsburgh. Isn't that worth at least $139 for an annual subscription? Of course it is. How else are you going to watch the Patriots lose? You're going to go to a bar? You're going to rip off someone else's login information? You're going to do something even crazier like listen to the game on the radio? Please. The only, out of the, uh, the only way out of this quandary is to come up with the money and enjoy some of those great benefits that Jeff Bezos has personally set aside just for you. But if that's too much for you, then consider this. By not having the game on network TV, with an over-under of 30 points, in which I would take the under, and the possibility of a six-game losing streak, I think the NFL has just done you a favor. Because for the rest of us, we're going to feel cheated out of 139 bucks. But hey, and if I'm yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. If you've been thinking, man, my toolbox stinks, I need an upgrade. Well, there's a great deal waiting for you right now at Rockies. Buy the Milwaukee 22-inch rolling toolbox and the three-drawer packout toolbox. Then you get the Milwaukee large packout toolbox for free. Now, that's a heck of a deal. And available right now at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810 and Def Leppard with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be cloudy today with a high of 36. It's 22 right now in downtown Springfield. Tonight, oh Amazon God. Prime. Uh, you just hang up? Oh, here he goes. Okay, yeah. On Amazon Prime, Bailey Zappi, Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> it's going to be a barn burner for the ages. And on the phone with us to talk about it is Scott Zolak. Good morning, Scott. How are you? Morning, guys. How we doing? We're doing. I am on the edge of my seat waiting for the offensive production that you're about to see tonight on Thursday Night Football. Good for you. I'm trying to rip a plastic cup open to one of these stupid individual coffee makers who make coffee in a room with awful curded milk things that they leave in here like why do people do this what do they what do they got you in a hampton inn it sounds like a hampton inn no we're at the marriott oh wow ah, the answer. Right. you expect better than that how do you leave how do you leave little little cups of half and half out that curdle that need to be killed that's what i don't know they're not treating you like a bonvoy member that you are <laughs> but I, I, what happens when you're two and two and ten? That's, that's it. Milk. That's right. I, they would they would never treat the Philadelphia Eagles this way. You know, you know, Scott. Usually, 
when the Patriots are playing like on a Thursday, I worry because I have this little yeah. comedy show that we do on Thursdays. If you're ever in the neighborhood, <laughs> it's twenty dollars. Well, drive out for it. You yeah. get dinner and a show for twenty. But normally I'm worried because we're up against the Patriots. But today I'm excited about it because I know nobody wants to watch the train wreck that we're about to see. I, I'm uh, I'm sensing oh. that there's going to be Amazon Prime memberships canceled all over New England tonight. <laughs> Well, I mean, first of all, Al Michaels is grumpy to begin with. <laughs> he hates Thursday thing. I think he hates Herb Street. He, he hates the food they bring him. He hates the sound of it. But hey, he's taking twenty million a year, so he should stop complaining. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, being with Amazon today, like, okay, if you throw this pass now, in two to three days, you'll get the delivery. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, I've watched one game. Uh, I think it was like week two, and the only reason I watch it is because my kid. Help me get it on the TV, and after that, I can never get it on again. And I hate, hate the inability to not flip on commercials. So <laughs> yeah. it, it's useless to me, and I think the sound product's bad. I it doesn't sound the same, and it looks a little cloudy. You know, if, I, if, I didn't, any sense. if I didn't know better, I, I, I could have sworn I thought you just admitted that you haven't watched any Patriots games. <laughs> I was gonna oh, s- no, no, just a Thursday game. Oh, just, just the Amazon games, which I agree with you because you can never, if you have the fire stick, find the remote. It's the size of a Tic Tac. You know what I mean? Uh, every time I try to watch it, I uh, where's the remote? I don't know. You know, it's it's this even, big. I don't even know what a fire stick is. Oh, it's terrible. I lose mine all the time. My kids lose. You fire stick. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. gone. Right. I don't know where it went. All right, let's let's uh, let's yeah. uh, let's go back in time a little bit and uh, and oh, talk yeah. about that uh, that absolute nightmare uh, <laughs> against uh, the Chargers, six and zero. This is the this puts the Patriots in a historical uh, company. Uh, no team has scored less than the Patriots have in three straight games in about since the Chicago Cardinals, which have been out of Chicago for I don't even know how long, 70 years or so. Um, yeah, I think we'll go back to 1938, right? Yeah, 1938. Yeah, Bailey Zappi is clearly not the answer either. So, I mean, where are we at here? I mean, you know, we, we, we just practically drove uh, you know, Mac Jones out of town. I mean, can you say that it's the quarterback alone, or can you legitimately yeah, say I, it's beyond I, way beyond that? I, th- I think he was. I think he was more steady than Mac was. I mean, he and it's to what Bill said a week ago. You don't have that roller coaster. You know, Mac uh, Zappi doesn't give you that roller coaster. The ups, the downs, yeah. the ins, the outs. Um, you know, they didn't. They didn't allow him to do much in that first half. But I thought third quarter they started to open it up a little bit. And they were driving second second drive of the game. They were at the thirty, and that's when Ramondre had that drop tackle. You know, on his on the back of his leg, and I think he almost broke his leg. Fumbles there. That might have been a different game, but. I thought Zappi made some throws in the second half. I mean, it wasn't much better than Mac, but it was better from the sense that they didn't turn the ball over. He didn't turn it over. And uh, that's why he's going to continue to start. And uh, they like him. Well, I mean, is uh, and, and Ramondre's out, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't help but watch the offensive line and just uh, whoever you got back there. It's just so porous. That uh, it seems like a nightmare, which uh, it makes me wonder if Ramadre had a really decent offensive line, what his production would have been this year. Like, would have been, would have been, uh, you know, top of the league. You know what I mean? Just it, it's not only that. Yeah, like they didn't commit to him early to run. Like, if you look at the utilization. Like last year, we would run him a ton, and the more he carries, the better he gets at games. Yeah. Um, but 
Offensive line play is not good in this league. You, I mean, I'm watching that Jacksonville game the other night. Lawrence gets killed because this guy misses a block from the backside, steps on his leg. Um, Philadelphia and, and the Lions, I think, have the two best offensive lines along with uh, San Francisco. And after that, everybody's pretty much the same as us. Yeah, but our skill people are just so much more worse. But wouldn't it make sense to put Malik in there just because he's mobile and uh, when the pocket is collapsing, he can, you know what I mean? Or you also you have the I mean, implied threat of somebody who can actually be mobile and run. Situationally, I think they would like last week, but the problem was it was a one score game, it was six nothing the whole game, and there were times we had the ball at midfield. I think where they wanted to put him in was when, when we got inside the twenty. Yep. You know, you get down there, now you're third and two, that red zone threat, and that situation never came to be. But I think they were going to use him in that. The problem is he just hasn't practiced that much at quarterback. Last week was the first time he worked at quarterback all year. Um, you know, I know he was active for the Vegas game, but he was more of a receiver, and they ran him on a jet sweep, but that was about it. Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure on that. You know, um, it's just a, it's a feeling thing, and I just I, I, I'm, I think they may not want to get the kid killed, too. Uh, he gets out there and gets destroyed. Like you ruined the kid. Yeah, and yeah. and you're you're down to your your third yeah. quarterback option of the year. I mean, you can't just right. you can't be playing games just simply because you're not satisfied with what that position's doing now. You gotta you gotta protect the guy on the bench too. When do you? Yeah, there's nobody left on that, basically. Yeah. When do you think uh, Tankathon officially starts? Where uh, we're just rooting for us to fail so that we get, uh, you know, Williams or Drake May or whoever. I mean, I don't think the team's going to officially tank. Uh, They're just, they could play competitive football, make it close and loose. And that's pretty much the way every game's going. And that's kind of tanking. Um, But I guess once you get down to those last three games, people are going to really start watching. Like, please don't win these. Please don't win these. (laughs) You know, we'll blow the Jets Jets out. The the, The so Bill Belichick thing to do is lose all these games Get to the Jets in the last game of the year and blow them out by forty. He hates the Jets. <laughs> that, I mean, at least that would be a little bit satisfying. But you know, a game like tonight, yeah. the 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 over under number on on tonight's game is thirty, and there hasn't been a game in decades that's been uh, that low uh, for over under. And I think if you're smart, you go with the under on this one. <laughs> under, if you know, nine, I think uh, I think Patriots are nine and three when you take the under. Ugh, I, you make you win you win nine out of twelve games when you take the under in Patriots. I mean, I, I you know, like, not that. Uh, I mean, the the record for Pittsburgh is probably a, a little bit better than what they really are. I mean, Mitchell Trubisky puts fear in nobody. But um, when you have a game like this, and you know it's probably going to be a a, a a a total turd tonight, do you bring something to read? Do you bring some games with you? <laughs> uh, some Sudoku, something to occupy your time so during usually, the broadcast? I usually I usually get extra food from pregame and halftime. I do that. Then I pick my nose, and I, the glass is usually the glass is usually between us and the in the, the 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 home booth there. And I sort of make constellation shapes on it and uh, draw lines with my sharpie. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a prediction. Your nose picking will be more productive tonight than either <laughs> offense on the field. You guys are so rude. It's Christmas season. Everybody's being mean to me now. <laughs> Listen, we're only 10 it's days awful. away from the biggest game of the Patriots season when Taylor Swift shows up to watch Travis Kelsey pounce on our team. I'm so uh, sick of her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? But you know what? She's the only thing that's going to bring an audience to the Gillette Stadium on the 17th. Uh, to also be fair. We got, Army, we got Army Navy next week, this weekend, man. 
I'm fired up for that. Well, that's that's true. Really fired up. To also be fair, I think yeah. she's a solid option at quarterback uh, for the Patriots at this point. You know, she's tall. Yeah, yeah. She, you know she could do a better play than Mary yeah. Jones can. Yeah. <laughs> because she's fearless. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> look at you. Look at you. Oh, oh, now I know what era yeah. you dressed when, when, when as. When she throws the ball, when she throws the ball, sparks fly. Oh! <laughs> and if she and if she gets if she gets sacked, she'll just shake it off. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, you, you know, go. Scott, exactly. for a guy who hates Taylor Swift, you sure know an awful lot about her. <laughs> I love her. I love her. Yeah, I, I know, know you we do. All do. We can't. Do why? Why do you have to be so mean? <laughs> <laughs> It's a cruel summer. Episode. It really is. Scott, listen. Scott, you're welcome to come out to Loft on a Thursday and do a yeah, spot yeah, anytime yeah. you'd like. <laughs> what do they have there? Like, what do you have to eat? Oh, it's great that you asked. Uh, we have a buffet. It's uh, twenty dollars. You get in, you get a dinner with it tonight. Tonight's Italian night. No Pasta, kidding. meatballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's still That's not too early course. to get in your car and turn around. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and and Scott, I'm headlining the show tonight. Yeah, and Nagel's headlining. Oh. <laughs> It'll be all Taylor Swift talk. I'll come out there full pol- four Polish guys I know. Yeah. <laughs> See how that ends up for you. There you go. Well, Scott, listen, uh, you know, good luck tonight. I hope you get out of there. I hope your coffee Thanks, on that, that that crappy machine in the hotel you know, spits out at least one decent cup of coffee for you. But uh, otherwise, we will talk to you next week. See how things go. Yeah, we're, we're good, man. I love Pittsburgh. I grew up here, so uh, it's kind of a homecoming for me. So uh, it's good to be down here. Awesome. Scott Zolak, good to talk to you. All right, guys. You bet. Eight, to 822 on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 827 and Joan Jett with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Liam Neeson will give you the forecast this morning, <laughs> whatever his name is. Liam is something from Channel 40. He's got the forecast going on. He's um, in the bathroom right now. Perfect. Yeah. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, I guess Judy Matt is coming into the studio? Uh, from That's what they tell me. That's what they tell you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'd hate to think that she's coming in tomorrow when she's coming. Uh, when we're telling her she's coming in today. Uh, let me just check to make sure. I'm pretty sure she was uh, coming in today. Uh, let's see. Uh, Thursday at 8.45 a.m. Oh, perfect. Oh, uh, all right. This oh, is working we, out great. Well, we got all kinds of uh. stuff going on this morning. <laughs> it's also a Thunderbird Thursday. We'll have a big, fat uh, Thunderbird prize package for you after 9 o'clock yeah. today. So make sure you're listening for that. That'll be uh, 9.10. You know, I went to, I had to go to Costco yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And get uh, and by the way, holy by the way, Ooh. the uh, the amount of money that uh, the groceries have gone up oh, is oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. But uh, as I'm checking out, there a couple of things here at uh, Costco. Th- these two employees, one who was working the register, and then the uh, the guy who was helping load the cart. You know, they yeah. have like always have the two people there putting stuff in the random boxes they have. She just wouldn't stop asking this guy questions about where he lived. And then I'm not going to tell where he lived, yeah. but he was describing all the like exactly the location and I'm like I I know exactly where that is. <laughs> and then she's like, "But where though? Where are you between those two buildings?" And then he's and I said and I just looked at him and I go, what is your exact address <laughs> and your social security number and your mother's maiden name? And that kind of like just broke up the conversation a little bit. So now I get the receipt and I'm walking out the door. And you know how they have the uh, whoever, one of the employees is, you know, making smiley faces like they're really checking all uh, of your those receipt? items. Yeah. 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 Uh, and as the line is building up there, there's two guys standing there selling solar stuff. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. guy says to me, and I shouldn't even have said anything. But the guy says, 
do you, uh, would you be interested in solar uh, power, sir? And I said, I already have solar. And then he's like asking me, well, how much do you pay every month? And and I was like, Ugh. well, it's less than a hundred bucks, you know, whatever, the, whatever the deal was. And then he's like, and then he starts going as I'm walking forward, he's, as the line's moving forward, he just keeps talking. And finally I get up to the girl and I said, uh, I said, this, you got to deal with this all day long, <laughs> this guy bugging people. for so That guy should be in the middle of the store somewhere, handing out yeah. free samples of yeah. solar panels, not uh, at the end <laughs> when you're holding up the line. It's already a mess at that end of that line. It shouldn't be any longer than it has to be. You can hand out the samples, but those solar those solar panels, they're crunchy, but they didn't no I was going to say, do no they flavor. come with like a dipping sauce or something? <laughs> no well, flavor. They're very enlightening. Oh, oh yeah. Unlike wow. the guy selling them. That's yeah. the kind of humor we can expect tonight. <laughs> Zing pow. Zing pow. Zing pow. I got a whole 25 minutes on Costco. I'll get a snare drum for right next to the stage. <laughs> it's like 830 it. with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Here's your Western map. 833. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Now, I know uh, we already did Hollywood trash, and this won't be in the next Hollywood trash, uh, but I, this just popped up on, uh, on, a, on a news website. Shannon Doherty. Yeah. Huh. She revealed that she went into brain surgery for her cancer in January. Right after learning her now former husband had been cheating on her for two years. Oh, Imagine that. Boy. You're going through, like, obviously you're probably nearing the end of your life. Mm -hmm. You need this surgery to save your life. And then you find out that your husband was cheating on you the whole time. Uh, right as you're going in for brain surgery? Yeah. And then, uh, then she filed for divorce uh, in April, by April. So it took her four months to recover from that. And then... Ugh. That's a that's a tough break. Didn't what? she play the didn't she play like the bad like the kind of witchy girl on 90210 wasn't she like one of the bad characters uh, on the... I don't I don't remember. I don't remember. I never watched that show. You really. never watched you that never show? Watched. No. Not never, even once. I never got into there it. Were, that uh, and that what's the other one uh Melrose Place or uh any number of those uh, no, party of Melrose places, Heather Locklear. You never watched that? Nah, nah, bits and pieces. Oh god. Just the bits. Yeah. I looked at the pieces. And then I left pieces everywhere. Yeah. I bet you did. A, uh, a Palmer man broke into a couple's home uh, on Central Street on Monday and chased them around the neighborhood while wielding a long knife and demanding money, according to a police narrative of the incident filed with Palmer District Court. We talked about this the other day. We heard the guy got arrested, but we didn't know the details of yeah. it. Yeah. 43-year-old James or Jason Corbin of Palmer faces six charges in connection with Monday's incident, two counts of home invasion, two counts of assault in the dwelling while armed, and two counts of vandalizing property. On Tuesday, Corbin was arraigned on the charge, and he's being held without the right to bail pending a dangerousness hearing this Friday. Robert Schmidt, a defense attorney listed for uh, Cor Corbin, did not immediately return a request for comment on Wednesday. I'd like a new defense attorney, please. <laughs> this man looks like Schmidt. <laughs> He practices law like Schmidt, too. <laughs> the bomber police were called. He got his degree at the University of Shinola. <laughs> <laughs> the bomber police were called around 2.05 p.m. about a home invasion at the Central Street home by the man who lives there. According to the preliminary investigation by detectives, Corbin kicked in a door to the home and held a knife towards a woman inside while standing three feet away and demanding to know the whereabouts of her boyfriend. 
The boyfriend arrived home and he could hear Corbin's yelling from the driveway. He attempted to f- confront Corbin and grabbed a baseball bat hidden next to a side door because it was, in fact, peanut, peanut butter, butter jelly, jelly time. time. But <laughs> fled the house once Corbin pulled out a long buck knife from his waistband. Uh, detective uh, from Palmer wrote that Corbin specifically wanted to collect money from the man and use the knife to extort him. In an attempt to escape, the man and woman fled inside his 2017 Chevy Cruze, but Corbin followed them and he began to smash the windows of the car. Some, witnessed, uh, captured the, some witnesses captured the incident on camera. The couple drove away only to be chased by Corbin while he rode a bicycle and threatened the couple with his knife. The chase ensued around Central French Walnut and Converse Streets. Those are big doings in the town of Palmer. Oh, yeah. no kidding. I, I'm shocked they have a detective <laughs> out there. Oh, they do. Oh, they yeah. actually have a pretty elaborate police department. Really? Yeah. It's a it's a fairly decent-sized uh, municipality out there. I remember they used to have the police officers at the uh, the old Magic Lantern. That's the, the, I, I thought that was their only department. But that was Munson Police. Cause that oh, that was Munson. Was, yeah. yeah. Munson. Because it was like right in that yeah. little yeah. Palmer, Munson, Palmer pocket. Right yeah. in that alcove. Uh, after police arrested Corbin and were bringing him to the hospital, he apparently smeared blood on the partition partition in a partition inside the uh, cruiser and then spit with the uh, within the prisoner compartment, rendering the cruiser out of service. Well, I'll tell you, a judge isn't going to give a schmidt at that yeah, point. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're yeah. doing there. I, nice I, job I, leaving I, all that <laughs> DNA evidence behind in the cruiser. Yeah. Yeah, it can't be you that did all this. <laughs> we don't have any tests to find out if you actually did this or not. What's the ruling on that? If uh, So baseball bat versus a knife. If that guy's chasing him with a knife and he hits him with a baseball bat, is that considered like equal, equal self-defense? Because I know in this state you're not allowed to like shoot him. Right? Well, if you played for the Red Sox, no. Because <laughs> yeah. they could hit anything with a baseball bat. Saying, you'd miss three times. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what the uh, what the ratio to kill ratio is on a knife versus a baseball bat. Well, you know, like certain states, they have like the stand your ground thing. Like yeah. someone has a knife, you shoot them. Everyone says, hey, no, no problem here. But Massachusetts, I know, doesn't really have that. So you have to use the equal force of whatever else someone well, has. Well, it's Palmer. You use whatever is available. That's true. Necessary. Right. Palmer's yeah. as close to Florida as you're going to get up Listen, here. Listen, you got a full natty daddy in your hand, <laughs> that is a perfectly acceptable tool yeah. to hit somebody with. But just as long as you choke up on the bat, because otherwise yeah. you're just not going to have the uh, the warning track power you need. Also, also a very solid point. The total Palmer man move is taking a giant natty daddy, smashing it over the head of another guy just to shotgun it. And not yeah. taking the <laughs> cigarette out of your mouth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to go lay on some train tracks? Uh, Massachusetts State Police arrested two brothers on poaching charges on Saturday in Colerain after recovering a deer and a gray fox that had been shot illegally. Worthington resident Ira Duell, 46, and Colerain resident Seth O'Duell, 51. (laughs) No relation. No. (laughs) May be responsible for several other poaching incidents that have been uh, reported in the area and could face further charges. No, they are, in fact, brothers. They are. O is his middle initial. Oh, it's not not O apostrophe duel. It's just O period duel. Right. The two men are facing charges, including hunting from a vehicle and uh, shooting uh, animals. On December 2nd, around 6, 10 p.m., state police received a report that a deer had been shot from a truck in front of a home on Shelburne Line Road in Colerain. A trooper responded and noticed a gray Toyota Tacoma nearby that matched the description of the truck. The trooper pulled the truck over and soon noticed that the two men in the truck who were later identified as the Duel Brothers. (laughs) 
Bo and Luke do? Yeah, Bo and Luke do. It was the duel. It was them duel. <laughs> <laughs> this is Rascal Beacon right here on the hot they pursuit. Damn it. All there go them duels again. <laughs> Pissing off Boss Hog. He and another trooper then arrested the two men, and as they were being arrested, the f- the scene froze, and Waylon Jennings came over <laughs> and said, I don't know how these duel boys are going to explain that dead fox in their car, too. <laughs> In the truck, authorities found two rifles, two shotguns, a loaded handgun, other firearms equipment, and illegally killed gray fox that appeared to have been shot and beaten. Uh, Authorities later performed a necropsy on the body of the deer and found three slugs that matched the loaded rifle they found in the truck. They Mm. did more forensic work in less than a day up in Coleraine than we can find a murderer in Springfield when somebody gets shot. Doesn't it seem like That's, that? Yeah, they ah. already have the uh, ballistics back on that. We got the deer forensic. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, Captain Buck. How do they here. know they beat up the fox? That's what I want to know. Well, it probably had. Uh, <laughs> it probably had some kind of stitches uh, evidence. under its eye. Well, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> like... Yeah, they found all, all of this stuff, and then uh, police in and around uh, Colerain have received several reports of a suspect or suspects poaching from a gray Tacoma over the last two years, but no one was able to identify the suspect. Uh, authorities are now investigating whether the Duel brothers are habitual poster, poachers and may be responsible for the other incidents. Uh, Massachusetts Environmental Police, which also responded Saturday, took possession of the confiscated guns. The Duel brothers face mandatory firearm identification card revocations and could have their hunting rights revoked in nearly every state if they are found guilty of the numerous well, charges. Be social outcasts in Colerain with that uh, yeah. with that kind of <laughs> sentence. What you you telling me the Duel boys can't get into the hunting club? <laughs> well, they said almost every state, but you know Alabama is going to be like you can come down here and hunt, boys. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, now that now they got to go sniffing for cooter out there to find out and get him out of the jail. <laughs> Where is that cooter? <laughs> we done shot this fox, and now we need cooter to help us out. We drove all the way to Whateley <laughs> looking for cooter. Yeah, and he wasn't there. I've seen Cooter and Whaley. I've definitely seen Cooter and Whaley. And uh, with that, let's welcome Judy Mann from the Spirit of Springfield. It's uh, 22 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Uh, Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.50 and Nirvana with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be cloudy today with a high of uh, 36 tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 42. It's 22 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Judy Matt from the Spirit of Springfield is in the studio. Really great event is coming to us. Symphony Hall on uh, Sunday, and she's here to talk about it. Good to see you, Judy. Thanks for allowing me to come in and talk about this. Oh, of course. Thanks for the... Uh, like, like we're going to say no to you. I mean, look, yeah. look, look at the feast you brought with you. Are you kidding me? <coughs> well, I I realize the value of being on this show, especially <laughs> the audience. Who have, I'm not kidding you. But whenever we talk about someone that should introduce someone, I always say, Bax and Nagel, because they, yeah. they have the crowd. So listen, to, when I left here the last time, I went, had my dogs with me. You know where you were down at the, um, you were down at the, the um, Mayflower Marathon. Yeah. I went, went by the bishops, walking my dog, and a lady pulls up. She said, "I just heard you on Rock on Ocho." I said, "Oh my God!" They, every no, what time was that? Seven yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Six forty-five in the morning because I got down there at six. Oh, there's was, there's people listening out there. Oh, oh my I, gosh, know, yeah. I know, I know, I know. So uh, on Sunday, <laughs> if the two hundred fifteenth 
Army Army Band uh, of the Massachusetts Army National Guard. It's the uh, Mercy's Family Holiday Concert. We we were at this last year. It's a it's a tremendous family event. The the band is terrific. You f- you practically filled uh, Symphony Hall last year, or did you fill it? It was I mean it was a great crowd. About eighteen hundred people, which is a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, for yeah. for a Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. And you picked a Sunday afternoon where there's no Patriots game. Oh, that's right. It's and right. also, there's no Thunderbird game. There's no and Thunderbird. There's nothing there's, else to yeah, do in Springfield. I know. So you have a place to park and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and by the time the, 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 the concert is done, you can head out to a forest park and go to Bright Nights. That's exactly the plan. Yeah. So t- <laughs> tell us about, about this, because you know, you've had this concert for the last couple of years, and it's always a big success. Tell us about what this is all about. Well... Um, every year, as a matter of fact, immediately following the concert, the, the band, we get together with the band, and they book it for next year. They love coming to Symphony Hall. First of all, the quality of the sound is great, but the audience is so uh, responsive, and usually uh, the adjutant general comes, the bass commander Barnes comes. They all try to support the band, and um, the band feels it. I mean, they always say they don't always yeah. get the same kind of reception, but they love, and you know, the reception we give them. And Mercy Hospital... They feed them a nice meal at Elegant Affairs, mm-hmm. and uh, Sheridan puts them up. You know what I'm saying? They don't get that kind of response everywhere, and we're ho- so happy these people continue to help us to bring them here. And what awesome. people may not realize is is uh, the band is exceptional. I mean, it's not oh, just yeah. a, it's not just a good military band. They yeah. are an exceptional bunch of musicians. Yeah. Yeah, and and most of them are local, and there's 150 of their families coming from throughout Massachusetts to support them. You know, so it's just a great thing. And the nice thing is, you could bring young people in, and the you know that maybe have not had an opportunity to go into Symphony Hall, and uh, you see a lot of young kids because they don't often have that that chance. You know, right. so we're love we're so happy to do it, and it's really one of the things I look forward to every year. Now, uh, if someone wanted to go, uh, what should they do? Well, they can uh, go and pick. It's free, but we'd like you to have a ticket, and you go to Pride, any Pride gas station, and they have some tickets. Or you come to, it's too late to get a self-return st- stamped envelope, but you can go to the uh, the uh, visitor center in downtown Springfield. You can come to my building, the Mass Live building. But if you don't have a ticket, show up, and we let the people in with tickets first, and then you can go in. It's, you know, it's all about get, keeping a count so we know the numbers more than anything else. Yeah. And the fact that it's free. Yeah. yeah. What's free around the, around the holidays? And I don't know anything that's free, except the, the food you just gave us, because we didn't pay for it, but I know you did, but it was free to us. <laughs> I can say it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah there's Marty, yeah. Marty enjoying himself. Yeah, over Mr. There. Creosote yeah. over here yeah. is about to blow up. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't stopped eating it since she's walked in the sea. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but so, so, so there's that. And we did mention uh, Bright Nights, which is going on right now. How's that uh, been so far? It's uh, over the top. It's just doing great. Our numbers are all actually better than last year. Tuesday, we had we have $10 Tuesdays to make it more affordable for people, local people. And we had 1,400 cars wow. Tuesday night really? from 5 to 9. And you can always tell when you're doing really well because that's when you get the calls for the traffic. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's first thing, uh, you know, it's nothing bad. Can't you put more police out on the street or yeah, whatever? I, and, yeah. I'm living but, on Long Hill. I can't get out of my house. I, one of those things, right. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you're limited to a finite number of options uh, <laughs> right. in order to help uh, traffic control there. But the Springfield police do a great job. They do a great job. And, you know, we had, uh, because we don't take cash anymore, it's all, 
you know, when you have to purchase the ticket online, um, it goes much quicker. I mean, imagine 1,400 cars and having to count the cash out. Here, they just show their phone and they get in, or they have the, the pass from the big Y. Yeah. And uh, we had five travel writers here from New England, and I was supposed to meet them at the entrance. There was no way that was going to happen. So we tried to get them to Trafton Road, and the person driving couldn't even get through Belmont to get there. But then we had a security guy go out and meet them with the light on to get them in. And oh. they said on a Tuesday night, you have this kind of crowd? And the sheriff was there with the horses, with the Marines, and we had the Minichog singers there, and we had the characters from... Uh, from uh, Frozen, it was just Very great. Cool. You know, it was just a great night. You know? Yeah, you know, I know. I know. In the past, we've talked about you know where this stacks up compared to uh, other lighting displays around the country, and uh, you know, I know it's always been up to <laughs> like certain votes and stuff. But yeah, you know, I've seen other lighting displays, holiday lighting displays, uh, all over the place. I I don't know any that's that's that can even come close to what's going on at Bright Nights for the last thirty years. Well, you know, honestly, and true, you know, honestly, you know me, I'm a promoter, so I've got to always say the right thing and make things sound good. But we just got selected again from the American Bus Association as the best of the best lighting show in America. Uh, I have a question about sure. th- about Bright Nights because yeah, I've been going for years. And well, it, I know and my, girls, the, the kids love it, and uh, it's always a good time. We always stop and see Santa there and and whatnot. But is there? I, I know you have the Bright Nights 5K, which sells out like immediately yep. as yep. soon as the as soon as it goes on sale, which is what back in June, I think. Yeah, it, sept- the sept- first week of September. September, the yeah. thing sells out right yeah. away. Yeah. Is there another day of an opportunity for people to walk through yeah. the, the park? No, we get that question, but the, you know, with code enforcement, we had to go through so much to be able to have the run. Yeah. And people come and they want to be able to uh, to watch it, and we can't. Yeah. You know, they can watch it at the beginning, but they can't walk down because yeah. there's wires and lights yeah, and electricity. That's true too. I and didn't you know, even think of it's that. three and a half miles. Okay. Yeah. So if you were going to go at mile two, you might say, you know, I've had enough of this. And then where are you going to go? Walk another two miles back? Are you going to no, walk you, into you, the park? No, you cut right through the lighting display and that's you go right. out, uh, back onto Porter Road. Yeah. So that's the reason. Yeah, so that's the reason. <laughs> Why would I walk through all three miles? Come on, Jay. Well, someone said to me, well, six, three and three. Oh, yeah. Someone yeah. said to me, well, someone just a couple of days ago asked if they could walk through it. And I said, geez, I'm so sorry, but we can't. And then people, it's, it's not us. And I, there's very good reasons why yeah. you can't. And the guide wires coming down, one, you know, between dogs running into the wires or getting shocked by touching their nose to the lights. We've had we've had it all. Uh, and um, so we have to abide by the rules so we can continue to have yeah. bright nights. Plus, you, you, we got all these people driving their cars and they're looking all over the place, <laughs> not necessarily looking at, p- at pedestrians. So it's right. not a oh, safe exactly place to be. exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right. At the end, at the beginning of the night, People want to get a, a walk-in or a run-in, and then they're still in when people are coming. People aren't looking for them. They're looking at the lights. Right, yeah, right, right. of course. We've Absolutely. never had an accident. We've never, thank, thankfully, we haven't. Well, Judy, Matt, Spirit of Springfield, the uh, the Mercy's Family Holiday Concert is uh, this Sunday, 2 o'clock at Symphony Hall. It is free, but you got to go get your ticket uh, at Pride sto- uh, locations and uh, all the other places. Right. And uh, hit Bright Nights right after. And Bright Nights right after. Judy, it's great to see you. Thanks for allowing me to come in. Anytime. It's uh, 858 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.